up bomb bad family this is your boy jerry the cannon junkie i am here with my lovely lovely friend mr at the scotty jero and we are hanging out in the year of our lord 2020 yes uh, our lord goldenrod and uh we are um gosh we're just gosh we're so excited to be back we're back scotty yes we are we made it I'm shocked. Like we lived. We, didn't, we, we did not. Give I was up. afraid. We didn't get depressed and, and no. decide to just like, I, I think I'm just going to go sell canned meat on the like side of the street or something, you know? <laughs> well, we're in Y2 22. Y2 two, two, zero. Y2 two, 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 this is this has now become this has now become like a, a really bad beatbox session. Yes, this is it. This is what you're gonna get in 2020. We're very bad at scat. But no, in all seriousness, we're entirely a podcast scat. Uh, yeah, a scat podcast now. Yes, we do, yeah. we no longer believe in Star Wars. Um, we're gonna entirely talk about the music um, made in um, Switzerland. So we're a Swedish podcast. Seems legit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> We're We've so excited to be back, guys. We're yes. so excited to be back. We've made it back, and I'm not going to lie. This year has so much in store for the fandom, and we thought 2019 was wild. I have no—I really do think this—I think every year it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But in regards to 2020, this is it. We've made it. This is. Thank you so much for actually enduring the break, everyone, by the way. That was one thing that, like, needs to be addressed. I know a lot of y'all are probably like, oh, I'm missing my podcast, Bob Madcast love. But, hey, we're back now, uh, and it's a Friday. What? It's a Friday. We're, this is weird. We're back, baby birds. We're back on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We're a weekend. Guys, we're a weekend I haven't pod. stopped doing that either. I haven't stopped calling you baby birds. So you hmm? just get used to it. <laughs> but, no, we're, it's the Bob Bad Friday. I'm holding for applause. <laughs> I cut you off, Scott. What are you saying? What are you saying, buddy? What are you saying? No, no. <laughs> I just love the bomb and Friday in silence. It's something that, that makes the most sense for us. You should, like, inlay some cricket noise or something there if you want. I don't know. I don't know how hammy you want to get, so. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll take it to the next level because you got to realize this, bomb Bad fam. We had a holiday. We had a bunch of holidays, actually. I think the Rise of Skywalker was bigger than Christmas and New Year's combined, but we made it past that. And this break we went through was actually really nice for our mental health and our friendship, you know? Like, yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie, Jerry. The Bombad buildup was not only a huge endeavor with guests and a huge endeavor with recording sessions, but it was kind of like... It was a requirement to watch a movie, you know, every week, take notes, condense the notes, record the thing, make sure the guest is right. It was a lot. Like, it really was a lot. 
But and, and contrary to our daydreams, this is not our full time job. So. No, it's not. So we had to, you know, this is my first real year of teaching, and then this is also it's just it's it's our first kind of big endeavor into this, and we're just so happy everyone joined on the way. We might even have new listeners right now as well yeah, because of welcome. all the all the new, um, I guess, all the new formats we we're kind of trying to approach. So this year for the Bombad Cast, Jerry, is this is a this is going to be a huge year for content, right? Wouldn't you agree? It, I agree. And, you know, the one thing that I think will continue with us through uh, 2020 from 2019 is the uh, small clip from Hot Wings of uh, Paul Rudd going. Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. This is us. We made it. We yes. are here. And we, this is going to be such a big year, guys. Celebration is happening in August. Oh, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. We got uh, what? What the Clone Wars is coming out next yes. month, right? We'll we got, get an announcement of a, of a director, hopefully right. at least. Uh, the season finale of uh, the series finale yes. of Resistance just aired this week. Um, yes. This is you know we're in the future right now, but yes. but me sitting here recording um, ha- has not seen the episode no. or episodes yet. So I'm I'm. You know, I need to catch up Can you believe on that. that X, Y, or Z happened? Oh yes. man, I really do. Um, no, like I'm not kidding. Like I think it was must have been the Force Awakens episode with Lacey. I kind of stopped watching them after that because we got so busy with everything. I'm gonna have <laughs> to do a serious rewatch this week. Wow, I didn't even realize it's, that. It's amazing that look, we made it through the Star Wars Gauntlet of 2019. We did, which, which is it was an it was an it was an entertaining gauntlet. We all loved it, but it mm-hmm. was nonetheless, man, was that a lot it uh, was. To, to to deal with, especially when you're wanting to like we're, like we're breaking into content creation right now. And yeah, I mean, we, we talked a little bit with Alex uh, and Molly of Star Wars Explained, you know, and they were like talking about how like oh man, it's like a busy busy time, you know. You had all that stuff, so some some stuff something was gonna something had to give. Yeah, and unfortunately for a lot of people, it was resistance. Yes, um, but it's still like I've been I've been catching back up because okay, I I kind of fell off until like after Christmas. And yeah. it is guys. Oh, it's it's still good. Don't so sleep on just it. Just go check it out. No, no, don't sleep on it. It's all good stuff. And, you know, we're right in that little bit of a time where if you don't want to go watch Rise of Skywalker again and, and yeah. you're watching the Clone Wars, maybe. Um, but but there's nothing really until Clone Wars comes out in February. So. Give Resistance a chance, man. It's it's pretty cool. I like it. It's, it's a fun show. Well, I completely agree. And in the point of like, we're kind of at a lull right now for new content, and we don't know anything about Clone Wars yet. Let's be honest. There's no release date officially. There's no right schedule officially. We don't know if it's going to be a full drop or an episode weekly drop. Like it, we know there's twelve episodes. It's just like we're in a really interesting time, you know, post Rise of Skywalker, and we're kind of. Right. You know what, what we're planning on doing with this episode is addressing what fandom is and what it means to be a fan of this, and and how fandom has changed drastically since the Force Awakens, and and how much it's changed now since the Rise of Skywalker and the Mandalorian. It's just we're at a very interesting time in Star Wars because the saga is complete. Like the saga began, you know, forty two years ago, right? And the Phantom Menace went back, and then we just ended it. Like it's over. Like yeah. It's, it's awesome. It, I'm, it I began, love it. I'm happy it's over. 
Let's began be at the first festival of, of gosh, I can't remember the name. I don't have my visual dictionary near me too, so we which don't one, have which one? the name of that of that uh the the festival on Pasana and stuff. Oh, I was, gonna, I was the... gonna make a joke about that, but <laughs> so it's okay. It's okay. What was that? But no, dude. That so was uh, I crashed and burned. I that crashed was, and burned. That was the bomb <laughs> But that festival, that festival is known for its uh, its wonderful music and delicious sweets. What? Nothing. Just three PO turning his head. <laughs> yeah, that's I know. What I, was know. Waiting, that, that, I like, was hoping. I was honestly hoping you would do that again. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. See, guys, we are right here. We are Mind Meld 2020. Yes, right here. we are. Well, you know, uh, one thing I will say before we get into the huge discussion, uh, Jerry and I have a bunch of things planned for this year. We um Just to kind of give you an idea of how to stay connected with us and what you want to do to keep up with Bombadcast, we're getting new t-shirts probably dropping every month, maybe one or two a month. We plan on doing a t-shirt designs. I'm sorry, t-shirt designs. Right. Maybe one a day month. if we're feeling saucy. I don't yes, know. If, we, if we've got a lot of free, gotta see yes. how easy it is. You know. You know, <laughs> and you know, when the summer comes around, I won't have anything to do. So you're bringing a lot of t-shirt designs. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna be like at work, and you're gonna be like, dude, boom, dr- boom, dr- boom. Like, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, like, oh wow, look, Scotty added 50 t-shirts to the, yeah. to the <laughs> UT Public Store. Nice. Well, the, you know, I want to say this too. You can expect a lot from us this year, and a lot of what we're going to do is going to be short-form content as well. Um, Expect some snippets from episodes to be dropping because we've always talked about – you know, having certain conversations be mentioned and brought up because I think it's really necessary in some regard um, to kind of get a chance to listen to our opinions without having to go endure a whole episode, you know, and that might well, sound and, bad. And especially – no, no, on your on YouTube, it's a little daunting to see like the the one and a half to two hour to three hour yes. videos, and so yes. like that's it, it's just necessary for sure. Totally, and and you can also es- expect a monthly um, giveaway slash live stream, which is going to be executed a lot better in February. We hope, uh, but we still did it. You know, we made it work. Um, one of my students won the Range Trooper uh, giveaway. That we had on January 16th. So, yeah, expect um, more live streams, more ways to connect. We're actually on different platforms. We're on Spotify now. So that's really cool. That was that was a very easy thing to do. I thought it was much more complex. But I did it last, last <laughs> night. So now we're on Spotify. So that's super exciting. Um, expect just more short-form comment, content. Probably some more skit-based content. It's just we, we've got a lot of fun things in the works, and especially with new music for the pod. So we'll have some new songs coming out. And, uh, yeah, I'm really stoked. And Jerry's been doing a lot of graphic design stuff as well for, for you know, iPhone backgrounds and, and other phone – whatever kind of phone backgrounds. Yeah. And it's awesome. I don't know. It's yeah. really kind of cool. Well, by the time this episode is – it's it's Bombad Friday right now. We're yes. On, we're at the Bombad weekend. So, again, we're, we're dropping episodes on a new day this year. Yes. But by the time this – by the time you're listening to this, you will have had all three of the iPhone backgrounds that we released in the lead-up to this episode. So yes. I hope you guys, like, really enjoyed those things and, you know, tried to show it to someone and they were like, what is that? And <laughs> and you were like, what's this, this cool podcast that let's do about Star Wars? And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and but, but it, yeah, yeah. Hopefully you enjoy those. 
Yeah, when you can also expect Jerry to have his own little uh, maybe 15-minute, 10-minute videos called, uh, called Cannon Junkie's Corner, and he'll go into a lot of discussions based on some things he wants to address in regards to canon, and especially like visual dictionary stuff and anything, yeah. anything of that nature, even some of the books. Um, yeah. And you can expect possibly a, a very brief live stream from me about like a little monologue from me dealing with uh, certain things that I feel are necessary to address the time and uh, hopes and dreams or maybe some things that we just, you know, need to be discussing in the moment. So, yeah, this this year we've got a lot. We're going to we're going to provide a lot for you as a listener and, and you as a fan. And, and we are very, very thankful that you Listen to us in 2019, but just know that 2020, we're going to we're gonna amp it up. We're going to 11, and we are going to really, really bring down the house. Yeah, man, we're going to rock your faces off, so get ready. Yes. And we're not going to go for, like, four hours an episode anymore. Nope. So, you, nope. so <laughs> come back. Come back. We're good. You, you, you don't have to, like, listen to us on, like, a drive. If, like, if you're, like, going from, like, one <laughs> end of the country to the other. Yes. To listen to one yes. episode, you're, you're good. <laughs> So, well, yeah. also Welcome another, back. another another great thing about that too is um, with us kind of shortening our episodes and the fact that we did the bomb build buildup, all of those ideas and feelings are completely cemented now. So if you really want to know our feelings in the Phantom Menace, you just gotta go listen to that. Like that's it. Like we'll bring we're it up. Never with, talking about it again. I, I don't know. I will. We'll, we'll probably bring it up <laughs> once or twice. But if you want I our I think true feelings. Have... Right. I think yeah. we're going to have a t-shirt design coming out soon, maybe, that might prove that we, we do enjoy The Phantom Menace. I don't know. We'll oh, have to see. So. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, but totally. guys, like, you, no, seriously, we're, we're um, Scotty, we're, like, official. We've, we've like, we've gotten out all of the ideas, all yes. of the ideas on every single Star Wars movie, except for a couple of strategic ones that we're probably going to do something special for later this year too. Yes. Very, very, Oh yes. Some kinda like, gonna kind of be peeking gems. into some, yeah, some, some Star Wars gems. story territory, <laughs> some uncut. Ooh, very, Ooh, apropos to uh, award yes. season. There you go. Yes. Hey, See? give Sandler some love. There you go. Getting I snubbed. It. I good. Uh, I hear it's great, but I, I haven't seen it. My bear. Knives Out was great. I love Knives yes. Out. Knives Out was amazing. Eric saw Uncut Gems, and he's, like, we talked about it. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, more than likely, by the way, I, I didn't tell you this, Jerry. I think I'm going to see The Rise of Skywalker one last time on Monday, my round, round five. I'm going to try That's, to see it one more time as well. Yeah. One, I don't know. I'm going to try to see it as many times as I can, honestly. Yeah, but yeah. That all depends on when my local AMC decides to boot it yes. uh, from their lineup. So Yeah. But no, but um, to kind of get into what we want to address today and – Luckily, we've we've grown as a community in Star Wars, and we've all endured, you know, some of the, I guess you could say, um, unfortunate uh, discourse that you would see through your Twitter or Facebook feed. And we've gotten a great group of people to join in and contribute to this episode. And, and today we're going to be addressing our fandom and our friends. So with that being said... Jerry, this this idea was really all stemmed from something you discussed with me way back in like November. I'm pretty sure you were like, "Let's talk about let's address the fandom post Rise of Skywalker." And and hmm. really, kind of, what did you? What was this the concept about originally? Why why what why did you have such good foresight? You know, like for real. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I call it foresight, but like that's something that I thought was I, the. The fandom discourse and talking about Star Wars has always been something that's very important to me. 
And I mean, it's it, it's why I got involved in Star Wars Twitter. Um, I've thankfully I, I've been able to like <laughs> reconcile and talk with my some of my friends down south who I used to talk Star Wars with, who have kind of been like unhappy with some of the Disney era movies. They were they were fine with them except for one. Uh, or, or well, one of my friends was uh, kind of like poo-pooing from the beginning, but like uh, after Last Jedi, things just kind of like I couldn't talk with them anymore. So uh, I kind of went and I started my Canon Junkie uh, Twitter profile, and I went online and I started talking with people and and making friends, and um, I just thought like I, I would, it, even though the Star Wars fandom has always had its. Uh, ups and downs with fandom, like, complaining about movies they didn't like. I mean... Yeah. Even, it's since the original trilogy. Like, people complained about Empire. People complained about Return of the Jedi. I wasn't alive then, but I... You know, I've seen the the reviews and all that kind of stuff. Um, honestly, the reviews for the sequel trilogy kind of played out the exact same way that they did <laughs> back, back in the 70s and 80s. Yes. But, um... The, you have all of the discourse with, uh, you know... Phantom Menace and the prequels um, that was starting to burgeon online and stuff, but really the sequel trilogy, and especially after Last Jedi, it really seemed to be amplified, which I I think is social media's fault and stuff. And so I've always thought, man, it would be really interesting to like do like a, where's the fandom at after the saga is completely done? Like after the last chapter comes out and see like, Okay, that that was kind of what we were dealing with the last couple of years. So now, where are things at? Um, and so I, whenever we started the podcast, Scott, I was like, you know, hey, we should do an episode and maybe co- almost like a State of the Union address, um, but do it like State of the Fandom and all that. But you know, State of the Union, but maybe a little less depressing. I don't know. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think with kind of after Rise of Skywalker and the. the just the, the things we were seeing from people that we, we love talking to. We love like, you know, people who are friends and stuff. We were seeing a lot of people who were kind of like hurt. Um, I thought, why don't we take that? And instead of like, cause I thought, I thought we'd have more of the, the TLJ, the people who didn't like last Jedi, like the yes. Phantom Menace and stuff crying again and stuff. Yes. And, and we, it really, uh, rise of Skywalker, honestly. And I've been, I've been saving this. I've been thinking about this, uh, idea for a while, uh, but Rise of Skywalker is like the uh, like a Star Wars movie. It's like a Rorschach test for Star Wars fans. Yeah, it, it really is because that's a the, great way to wow. Because it's not as it's not as polarizing as the Last Jedi. I feel like it is and it isn't. But it's mm-hmm. like there is a vast array of love it like it have issues, like it and have more issues than some others and then yes. hate it or are just hurt by it. And it's, or it's, it's, it's the, a the, cornucopia, if you will. Well, emotions. one thing I will say, too, in regards to it, it's also a movie that then has made TLJ either more loved by people who already loved it. You see what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. one of those that takes <clears> – <throat> What TLJ did, at least to me, it made it way better. But for some other people in the fandom, which I completely respect their opinion, it either completely overshadowed or kind of kind of like suppressed what TLJ did. Do you know what I mean? Right. And, and they, they now love TLJ a thousand times more and, and love right. JJ. So it's like it's it's a very interesting thing to watch. And 
One thing I told Jerry, and I actually heard from Joseph Scrimshaw, was you will never look at this trilogy the same way after you walk out of that theater. And I guess right. you could say the same for fandom. You will never see fandom the same way because I can tell you this much. The people that I work with, um, some of my teachers that I work with, we talked about it. And, and generally the consensus for The Rise of Skywalker was, this is amazing. Like, it was so good. It did everything I wanted it to. And the, I saw it with my both sides of my family. They all called it the best Star Wars they've seen. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like, that's the basic fan. Like, not to sound right. really uh, pompous, but like. We're like the super, like we're doing, well, this is a Star Wars podcast. Like, come on, like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, know, you know, like it, we, it's. We, we are giving up our Sunday night before we go back to work on Monday morning yes, to yes. sit down here and talk about this because we love it so much. Yes. So that's, and, and we do it for <clears throat> ad nauseum, you know, like it's, it's, it's one of those things. So uh, everyone that I saw that's pretty basically a Star Wars, at a basic level, Star Wars fan was like in love with it, but it's the. It's the, the the scary thing is, and that's not even that's what it's expected when you love this when you love a franchise, be it Harry Potter, Marvel, Star Wars, Transformers. I don't care any of these, which is impossible. They're all going to have things that make you question your love of the franchise, it, for both good and bad reasons, and question your love for the people around you that you associate yourself with in regards to fandom too, which right. is really kind of. Kind of incredible because Jerry and I have always been a um, proponent and um, our idea of this podcast is to make sure it's positive and that a community could join around us and, and enjoy this love of Star Wars with us. And luckily, luckily we have we have been given the opportunity to have amazing people on and amazing people chime in and give us their opinions and their love for the fandom and the positivity that's found in this fandom, too. And um yeah, I don't know. I I don't mean to like derail what you were saying, Jerry, but like, no. it's a it's a really it's a beautiful thing in its own weird way to have someone hate something you love so much, or you might dislike something they love. So it's weird. It's like it's well, it's it's okay to have opinions, you know? Right. Well, and the see what we get so nervous about with fandom discourse and stuff, and and why we look. I, I, I'm sure a lot of us had to. Um, mute some people that we we normally follow for our mental health and stuff yes. or yes. like people at at first i'm that's really cool and i've gone and like i've unmuted some people uh, yes. recently because it's you know like it's cooling down and we're like like dude we all love this and so of course it, it's going to passions are going to be high like don't yes. dog on people who are like grieving or who love something yes. with so much passion like, the, and, and it's okay. If you want to, like, look, I'll say this even. If you want to, like, dog on, on Rise of Skywalker a little bit, as long as you're not, like, accusing anyone of being dumb for liking it See. or, like, this. And, and that's the case. You, you, as long as you're not going into someone else's mentions who maybe has a different opinion than you. Yes. Um, that That's where the problem comes. That's where the fandom menace um problem comes in because they like, those are people who and I'm again I'm not trying to like me and Scotty said we, we don't want to generalize and throw a blanket over any group no. of people like make blanket statements because this is we're all individuals um, this is a community of, of 
people who love Star Wars who feel different things about it. Yes. And it, I agree, Scotty. It, that's way more interesting that we have different opinions because we can have conversations. I agree. And, uh, eventually, again, you got to let things cool off right after of a movie comes out. Of course. Uh, and, and honestly, discussions happen way better either face-to-face or um, in, like, a private chat yeah. than on, like, comment sections. Comment sections I, are, like... That's, uh, that's one thing I'm a big proponent of, even on Facebook. I had to, like, get out of, get off of Facebook for a while. Me because, too. Like, I, I was, like... And not with the not, not with this, but I'm just saying, like, just in general, like, a while ago with just kind of, like... People have a big opinions, and you feel like when someone comes in with a different opinion in the comments of your opinion... Yes. ...that they're, like, saying you're wrong when they're just saying this is my opinion. Yes. So, it's it's something that I've learned the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> and so I really, and I'm sure we all have, but like when we, when we sit here and <clears throat> gosh, we can sit here and we can like, you know, like call each other out and like name specific people and like screen grab and do all this stuff, keep receipts or whatever. Or you can voice your opinion. Yes. And then, you know, find those people who maybe have the same opinion, talk to them, but also find the people who have a different opinion and, and have a, like, constructive discussion. Of course. Not, not in the comments and no. stuff. But don't, I would, don't, I don't know, I would say, and I, this is probably too late because Rise of Skywalker has been out for, like, over a month now, but don't. Uh, go and block a bunch of people. No. But maybe, go, unless, if they're harassing you, block. But yes. If, if you have people of different opinions, keep them, maybe mute them for a little bit if you have to, if you, yeah. like, you can't handle it then. Whatever you gotta do. Cause mental health, again, like, I, we're gonna get into a little bit of some stuff like that this year, too. Like, uh, mental health's a big thing for me and stuff. And I, I, I really love to talk about that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But you really gotta do what you need to do uh, to make sure that you enjoy... Your Twitter experience, your well, Facebook experience, all that. So, Scotty, I'll stop. I'll no, stop no, monologuing. No, no, so. no. It's it's one of those things that that needs to be addressed because I find myself, you know, I have a couple people on Facebook that I'm friends with, and uh, there's some people that I'm just like, you know, there. There's an, in no way can I change their mind through Facebook, like at all. It would have to be to where we both sit down and discuss it, and even or maybe like Skype, like we're doing right now. You know, it's it's right. it's a it's an interesting thing because I'm met, I recently met someone, and he might be listening right now, um, and uh, we were discussing movies that we liked, and he was saying how. The Phantom Menace is just just falls flat for them because of the whole Planet Core thing and how do they go to the Planet Core to get from point A to point B? It's just like you know that's and that's a great thing <laughs> to space magic. That's, yeah, that's a great thing to think about because I mean narratively it might not make sense, you know, right. but but Star Wars it might make sense. So it's it's a really cool thing to get the opportunity to hear someone else's opinion and and don't shut it down, but know this. A Facebook comment's never going to change someone opi- someone's opinion. It's just impossible. Never. Like I, 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 I'm a thousand percent convinced, be it political, be it an emotional thing, be it Star Wars, any any sort of situation, your comment, your social media comment on Facebook or Twitter at no in no way could change their opinion unless unless it's that good. I just I just don't see it being that good because if they if they're bold enough to make a post about their opinion, they're a hundred percent bold enough to you know tell you why you're wrong as well in in every facet of the word and and situation. Um, well, let me get scientific on you here, Scotty. Too, there's like been a uh, there was a 
a study that I don't have in front of me. So you guys yeah. are going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, good study, huh? Um, <laughs> but like there is a study that was done and there is a chemical that is released in your brain to keep you from like it's like a defense mechanism of your brain. If you're like if someone comes at you with like a different ideological opinion than you have, like if if you're like far right and someone far left comes to you and like tries to tell you something, you will not be convinced. You're not going to convince anybody through comment sections or anything, it's got it's it's it takes more of like a getting to know someone, then they'll listen to your opinion. Because yeah. right away, if you try to come in not knowing someone and like try to like get them on your oh. side with with things like politics or Star Wars, which yes. is probably even worse, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you're like there's a chemical, literally a chemical in your brain that will keep you from seeing that person's point well, of view, and that's I, insane. It is, but, but that's, it, that's where we are. That's where are. That's where we're at too, and as a human society. It, it might sound really weird to bring that up, but like we'll evolve one day to where it's not as 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 uh, <laughs> volatile. One thing I do want to say though, um, in regards to you know, especially addressing someone else, um, if you're gonna do it. Do it in a in a understandable way, and don't attack them when they attack you. It's it's so easy to fall into that trap, and and that's why the positive outlook is is another big thing. And and one more thing I will address: even if they aren't that huge of a fan of a franchise, or they're like they will make a post like "Rise Skywalker's bad," I hate every second of it, and they've never talked about Star Wars, <laughs> and they're not really a Star Wars person. They just felt the need to get their opinion out there. You know the easiest yeah. thing to do? You know what the easiest thing to do is, Jerry? What's that? It's Ignore it. Just honestly, unless it's attacking you. Forbes. <laughs> Sorry, I have a cough. Forbes. Forbes. <laughs> Forbes. <laughs> yeah. But if it's Sorry. attacking you personally. Cold season. Then address it. But if it's not attacking right. you at all, and it's someone, some, this might sound really mean, some moron you knew from high school posting stuff like that, <laughs> just ignore you. You do not have to defend Star Wars. It's still going to be your Star Wars. And that might be I, the, I usually, the central yeah. theme of this. Right. No, that, that is the central theme. And, and honestly, I never, as, as, a, as a personal rule now, I never take like life advice or, or advice from anyone uh, who I used to know in high school on Facebook. Yes, yes. Because it's, it's, <laughs> it's usually from, usually they're posting stuff from freedomeagle.gov or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> or, or, or whatever it is. It's, it's, it's really interesting to see how this, I don't know, this, this social norm Force is Farts evolving. 92. Yeah. Force Farts 92 told me that The Last Jedi was exactly. trying to turn me gay with its women stuff. Ex- see, that's that's something you can I, easily No ignore. offense to anybody if you, like, listen to Force Farts or anything. No. I don't think that's an actual thing. But, <laughs> but kind of want to, like, go get that domain name now. <laughs> yeah, Force Farts. <laughs> probably already been taken. But um, there's, there's a T-shirt. Well, like one thing, you know, before we kind of jump to the next portion of the discussion, um, I I will say this: we were you and I and everyone else at Celebration were all so fortunate to connect and form this community to where we can have right. a discussion like this and have no Absolutely. no un, and and I mean, there's friends of ours on Twitter that we've done episodes with and we'll probably be listening today. And we all have very different opinions of this most recent movie. But one thing that we can all unite over and it even, which is really nice right now too, because we can all just, we can discuss this for hours, but 
how we now have different portions of Star Wars because we've got the people who like the Mandalorian, you know, and the right. Mandalorian's the future. The, the TVs are the future of Star Wars. People that don't like the, old, the the sequel trilogy, you know, this will all slowly fade away. The sequel trilogy hate and maybe even love for it will slowly fade away and just become another thing in the past, like the Phantom Menace is right now or like A New Hope is right now. Right. And the new content's going to take over, and people are going to not look back at those if they didn't like it until maybe they have a kid, or maybe they want to rewatch it again, and they might be in a different mindset than they were 15, 20 years ago. Right. So it's well, it's crazy. Ten to twenty years, ten to twenty years from now, like a lot of people who maybe disliked Rise of Skywalker are going to look back and be like, "Wow, you know, this isn't really a." This is actually okay. Yes. You know, like they're doing with the prequels right now. Yes. I even had a buddy of mine from from uh, high school back home in Arkansas mm-hmm. um, who I convinced to rewatch Last Jedi because he really liked Rise of Skywalker and said, oh, it completely like took everything away from Rise of Skywalker. And I said, go back and watch it and tell me that there's like not stuff that like big plot points of Rise of Skywalker that are pulled from there. And he yeah. came back to me, Scotty, I don't think I've told you this, mm. came back to me and was like, so I actually did what you said, and uh, it's watchable. Wow. It's like, it's not the best, but it's watchable. So I sent the, of course, I sent him a, a screenshot of Snoke saying, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's seriously. And, yeah. and if we can just real quick, before we move on to the positivity, Scotty, let's just real quick, like, summarize some tips for curating your social media experience. Oh, totally. Um, what, do you, what do you got, Scotty? What do you so, got, So, um, fortunately... We're always on Neil Lowry's list, and um, um, that, yes, thank you, Neil, so much. I know you're listening right now. You're, you're the man. And Ryan, we um, love you. Ryan, um, Lord, why can't I think of his name? My last name, <laughs> I, Ryan Bullock. I yes, Ryan, Ryan Bullock, Bullock. Always on his uh, list. Rural Farm Boys always calling us out. Yep, too. Rural Farm Boys. So it, this is where this is where I start. Um, luckily, I found Neil from TRB. And the first tweet I ever saw Neil do was, of course, one of those beautiful chain tweets. You know what I did? Went through every one of them, followed each one of them. This was like, and like that's the reason they post those things. See, it was before celebration. It must have been, God, it must have been like December. It must have been the December of 2018. It was something around then. And I was looking, I'm like, and he had mentioned me at one point. I don't know why. I guess I was tweeting a lot of Star Wars stuff then. And I just followed every <laughs> single one of every single one of them. And it's just like since that day, I've just had the opportunity to discuss things with people that I normally would have never have met given the situation I'm in, you know, and where I'm right. located and and who like it's so weird to think like we have we have an audio from Blue Bath and Milk podcast and our story about them is insane because with them, the only reason we knew them is because we had followed each other before celebration. Then at celebration, I'm standing next to him. I had no idea. And then later he finds my videos like, Oh my God, I was sitting next to bomb Adcast people. It's just like, that is incredible. You know, just that alone. Yeah. So I just, when you're meeting people who like star Wars or who dislike star Wars, maybe try to get their Twitter handle or maybe try to get their social media and just follow them have discussions with them and curating your social media is a huge thing. 
to me because and shout I, out people too. Well, yeah, exactly. And I, you know, if I were to look at my screen time, I probably spent about two hours looking through Twitter, not just Twitter, but all of them, Reddit, Twitter, everything. And, and find the people that you like and you don't like, you don't have to block people you don't like, but you can definitely mute them. Um, you don't have to even mute them either. Just ignore them or unfollow right. them. It's like, there's so many things you can do. And, and if you want to get mad about it, don't get mad at them. Hell, I don't care. Screenshot it and send it to your other Star Wars friend. Like, look at this moron. Why are they posting about this? It's okay to do that in <laughs> private. I, I'm, I don't see anything wrong with with screenshotting a, a something you don't agree with and sending it with a friend who also won't agree with it and talking about how wrong they are. You know, privately, right. just don't do it in person and be a jerk. You know, so uh, I, get your frustrations out. If y'all, if y'all want to vent to me. I'm always here. Jerry's always here. We're here for positivity, and we're here to get some frustrations out. I mean, that's a huge thing. That's a really big Heck thing yeah. for mental health. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I <know. laughs> but in all seriousness, it's like you—if you, you want to find—if you want to vent, come to us. That's a huge thing. I don't know. I just—it just dawned on me. But anyway, what about you, Jerry? How do you curate? Bombad therapy. Now, yeah, we're, uh, no, um, <laughs> I'm writing it down. Well, you know, if I would, to, if, if I were to summarize, yeah. <laughs> oh, great! I got to make a graphic now. <laughs> How do I put Jar Jar Binks on a on a therapist's couch? <laughs> um, no, uh, if I would, my tips, and I'm going to summarize them just like tips. I'm going to tell you like a list, okay? So, like Scotty said, follow all those people that Neil and Ryan and all those guys like and, and uh, like a. Uh, Rural Farm Boy, all and, those guys that they shout out, go follow them. Well, and everyone and, in this episode featured as well. So we got some people yes, also featured. Yes. You'll hear everyone that shortly. That we're about to, we're going to play some uh, audio clips from people. You need to absolutely go follow them. They're all very good, very positive people, very different opinions. Yes. But they're, but they're all very respectful about it. And there's even people who didn't send in stuff. We can give you shout outs too. But okay. So as a rule, let's go ahead and say that. As Let me sum up Scotty's thing. Uh, number one. Uh, follow people who get shouted out by people you know are positive and yep. give shout outs to people that you find Huge. that are very positive who deserve to be at the top of like yes. deserve to have more people following them. Like yes. seriously guys, that's how this community grows. That's a big thing we're going to really focus on this year at Bombay cast is um, positivity, like really push uh, small content and positivity. Uh, and, but okay. So there, so, Shout out and follow shout outs. Number two, uh, mute, don't block. Yep. I would just I would go ahead and say mute, don't block as a rule. Even unfollow. Um, and uh, yeah, it, well, and if you have to. But I would yes. even like before that, like just like mute. And, you know, that way you can like go and like see if you need, you know, it, it's, I don't know. It's just less, <laughs> it feels less uh, like putting a cap in somebody than blocking does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay, so there we go. Shout out and give sh- or like follow shout outs, give shout outs. Um, <laughs> I'm losing track of my list. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's number two? Uh, mute, don't block. And if you have a different opinion than somebody, have a conversation in the DMs, okay? Yep. And have a respectful one. Um, I would uh, also make maybe a fourth rule. Maybe a fourth rule is. Um, Type out a message, then like backspace the whole thing, delete it. Yeah, and like type it again, but ni- nicer this time. <laughs> well, look, and 
you know, let because the more time you take to like write something out, the let like you have more time for that anger. If you're like really oh, yeah. angry, like it'll dispel and you're gonna seem less accusatory. You don't want to answer questions when you're like coming at. No, them, see, okay? I do that. I do that with parent emails. Like <laughs> that's like something right. I always right, right, do. Right, right, right. Like I get an angry parent email about some interaction or whatever happened with between two students or in my class, and they're like, Bleh! and I like uh, typing furiously, but then I'm like, there's no point. It's like just, that gif of the cat on the yeah. Keyboard. <laughs> just talk to just talk. Then I usually talk to an admin and I talk to people that I work with. Like, how do I handle this? And and maybe that's the best way to do it is talk to people you are already familiar with, ask them how to approach it, and then comment. You know, don't. This is not just your war, honestly. It's a Star War. It's everyone's Star Wars. Keep going, Jerry. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. I'm done. That, that is the list. So there That's you beautiful. go. Like, okay, let's let's try to recap it now. Uh, shout out and give shout outs. <laughs> um, mute, don't block. Yep. Uh, oh crap. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, have discussions in the DMs and be polite. Like type there the message go. out. Delete it, type it nicer. I'll do my bomb bad boys, Scotty and Jerry. This is Real Farm Boy. Just sitting down, getting ready to get into a live chat when I took a peek in that Twitterverse. And seeing you are sitting and recording right now and asked for friends input about what we love about our Star Wars fandom or our Star Wars family our Twitterverse family and just the fandom family in general and what I love about it for me what you think I'm going to say our podcast friends our Star Wars podcast friends what I love most about it and they just went and gave me reason to make that choice a little over a year ago to go and get the Twitterverse because I was listening to all these shows for so many years, getting to know these folks week by week as the folks and the fans that they are. Heck, I sit in the kitchen listening on the radio and talking back to the radio like I'm talking back to them, even Yun's. Even though you can't hear me. Somebody's got to go make an app that when I say something like that, you can actually hear what I'm saying when I'm listening to the show. Anyways, that's what I love most. That and other listeners like me that are now friends of mine because of that Twitterverse. Like so many others, like Charlie Skywalker, who now has his own new show, Star Wars Through the Ages. Go give a listen. I was on his very first episode with him. And now he's got a new one out. His episode two. That's what I love about our our fandom. Is everybody that chooses to go and do like you two are doing right now. Sitting behind a microphone. Kind of connected up on Skype. And talking. And then you make that choice to go share that with the rest of us. Which makes what I do so much fun. I just want to share my playlist with other folks and say. I'm listening to these, these folks I call friends. Sharing their show with us, and it's a dang lot of fun. You might want to go and give that a listen. So that's what I love about our fandom. And I hope everybody else breaks your inbox. We'll see what they go and say. And I'll look forward to Bomb Bad Boys in my playlist this week.
So that till that time, boys and the rest of the Bombad family, may the force be with y'all. See you on the radio. Hello, Bombad cast. This is Madison from Doing Talking and. Something that I love about the Star Wars fandom is that we have so much great content to enjoy, right? We have movies and books and video games and all kinds of fun stuff. But something that I really love about the Star Wars fandom is all of the extra content that so many creators put their time and effort into for all of us to enjoy. And there's so many fan vids and awesome fan art and fan fictions and just amazing podcasts and analysis of Star Wars itself that is just so much fun to invest in. And I guess I want to give a few shout outs to fellow content creators, Sky Talkers, Scavengers Horde, What the Force, Lords of the Sith, Blast Points. There's so many. Girls with Sabres. I'm going to forget people, but... um, a fanfic writer who is my personal favorite, who I'm currently enjoying a couple of her stories is Thea at Kylo Ren Vivo on Twitter. She's amazing. And there's so many amazing fan artists out there as well, like BB Kate Art and James Hans and Winter of Her Discontent. There are just so many amazing content creators in the Star Wars fandom that just enriches the world and the galaxy far, far away in so many ways and just gives us even more to enjoy and just provides even more opportunities to just get immersed in the Star Wars universe. In that way, Star Wars really does belong to the fans in a way that we can just take it and get creative with it and have so much fun with it and connect with fellow fans in so many different ways is just really awesome. So that's something that I love about the Star Wars fandom. Hey guys, this is the AT-AT Chat, and I am doing a quick audio bite on what my favorite thing is regarding the Star Wars fandom. There's a lot of things to like. But I'd say the one big thing for me is how much this fandom makes me laugh. And I'm not talking about these fringe groups that are always at war with each other. I'm talking about the people that roll with the punches. If they don't like something, they make something funny about it. A lot of folks that I follow online seem to have the same mentality of just accepting when they dislike something, or even if they do like it, just having fun with everybody else and making fun Star Wars memes, sharing the love of... uh, the humor that is part of this whole franchise in a way that we all can kind of come together even if we all disagree. So to me, people in the fandom that are able to go beyond the the black and white thinking about these movies and sort of just make fun of it all and have fun and bring people together in their own little weird world of Star Wars, that's my favorite thing in the fandom. And those are the kind of people in fandom that keep me wanting to engage with people. It's super fun and that's what Star Wars should always be. Really fun. So thank you. That's what I think is so fun about the Star Wars fandom. There's a billion things I could have talked about, and maybe someday I will. Thank you. May the Force be with you. Adat is signing off. How you doing, Star Wars friends? This is Row one third of the Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. Thank you guys for giving me an opportunity to talk about the Star Wars fandom. What can I say? Well, since Brad and I started the podcast right after Celebration here in Chicago, and since bringing Alex on to help, one of those things we've noticed is how incredible the fans are. 
We've been personally humbled at the support and this incredible opportunity to connect with our listeners and other content creators like you guys. Of course, there's a dark side to this fandom, as is true with any group, but as we always maintain, a dialogue can exist as long as there's respect and empathy. We've definitely enjoyed creating our content for a very diverse crowd, but in the long and short of it, the humbling support and camaraderie reminds us how great this community is and what an honor it is to be a part of it. And that's the scuttlebutt. Now, back to some Bombad cast. So, now that we've kind of addressed the negative things and how to approach negative things in fandom, we kind of need to jump about the things we do love about fandom. And one of my favorite things to love about fandom really deals with the speculation. And boy, did a ton of my predictions were off for this. And even when I look back at the Bombad buildup, I made a lot of claims that this will happen. This is going to be answered. And it wasn't. And that is okay. Especially in regards to, like, I thought that we'd get a true answer to the Snoke Plagueis thing and the whole Anakin being created by Palpatine, which we really didn't, you know? <laughs> and I think it's kind of nice that we did it. I originally thought I'd be upset if we didn't get it, but honestly, I think we still got it, and we got it in Revenge of the Sith. We didn't need to get right. in Rise of Skywalker. So, yes, fandom speculation. Well, and, and there's plenty of, of, like, you know, you guys know I'm a canon junkie, so, like, yes. uh, you know, we got plenty of books and comics coming that are going to be oh, oh so nice oh so, so amazing I'm, I'm ready. I almost I almost did the Black Series Rebels thing so <laughs> I don't want to steal I'm stealing everybody's bits darn yes. me <laughs> but uh yeah know with that being said phantom speculation can be really fun uh, un- until you might be convinced that this is going to happen so that's one thing I I, I would love to address right now Jerry uh, I think phantom speculation can be pretty beautiful wouldn't you agree. I totally agree, man. That's that's the whole reason why people are Star Wars fans. Yes. Like before, before I got on like Twitter, and like I think I was on Facebook, but like before I got on Twitter, like and I was in college and high school and stuff. Like especially in college, uh, I would get together with. I was more comfortable with being a nerd in college. Yes. <laughs> for one thing. Yes. Uh, that was right as people were starting to turn into like, oh, being a nerd is kind of cool. Uh, but but I would sit at a lunch table with like all these like other guys who were in the same major program as me yeah. in college, and we would like just talk and talk and talk about Star Wars. I mean, superheroes too, different stuff, nerdy mm-hmm. stuff. But like we would have deep discussions about Star Wars and what about this and that and mm-hmm. speculation just on, like, I don't know, just like I mean, there weren't even really any new movies coming out then. But we were just talk. We would talk about the old movies, like yeah. well. You know, that's that's part of it. That's always been part of it. Like, what's happening next, or what what would happen after these yes. movies and things like that. And that's what's so fun, and and it's still fun, and it can be fun. So it's just I don't know. That's just one of those things that it's it's in the it's DNA natural. of the fandom. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a natural thing. And like, I'll never forget the night of the Rise of Skywalker trailer. I went out to eat with Eric, uh, John Shaw, and Wesley. 
And um, I don't know why I just said John's last name. That's very strange. I guess I'm used to calling him that. But no, we mm-hmm. went out to eat after Hello, that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I had my episode nine hoodie on that, uh, no, a beanie on that I had found actually at Celebration. I I straight uh, up went lucky. to book tables and I'm like, was this year's, this year's, this year's? And I'm like, ah, nope, no, it's mine. Because so, I, so I, our I, so our I, million view video is a lie. Yes, you were at. Yeah, okay, no, I'm just no, you were but, actually there. You found it. Well, what I what I will say is, um, I remember forget that night we speculated at a restaurant for how it must have been two hours. All of us, even Katie, was bringing up her opinions. It was like everyone was speculating, and like we already have the answers now. And honestly, I look back at that night with so much fondness and how much I got to speculate Star Wars, even waiting in line for the next, you know, panel. We talked about what are we going to see at this panel? We speculated about what's going to happen at the panel. It's like, it's speculation. so natural and and you can speculate any aspect of your life. And especially with, with this fandom, like I'm speculating right now, what are they going to do with Clone Wars? Because even Sam Witwer was like, Oh, there he, Dave is taking, it in a crazy direction I'm like how we know this is going to end up and how is he going to do it so crazily so i don't know it it's it's so much fun to speculate and it's healthy i really do think it's a healthy thing to to imagine and let your mind wander for once because people are way too rigid and and you grow up and you have such a, a rigid outlook you know um on anything in life so yeah i i I really think it's a very important thing to speculate and enjoy speculation with your peers and, and anyone around you. Absolutely, man. That's it. Again, it's in the DNA. And so it's, we, we love to speculate and we love to make fun of each other whenever we get our speculation wrong. Yes. Uh, Or you can celebrate with people when you get something right. I was so pumped whenever like Palpatine actually said the line that I've been like saying for like the entire Bombad buildup. Dude, it's so funny. And I know it doesn't explain anything as to why he's actually there, but I just was like so jazzed that he said that same line. He referenced that line. Oh, oh. And and, and, no, it's hilarious. Javor, you know what I'm talking about. It's those speculation things that 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 we had in that episode and anything involved with speculation that will that has left an impression on me for the rest of my life that like that moment when Palpatine said that line to explain how he came back and he used the you call you book it you called it that episode <laughs> I'll never forget the moment of me looking down the 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 row of of seats in the movie the first night looking at Eric and we're like what like Jerry called it <laughs> so that's the kind of thing that that could leave a huge impression on you and and even you can even speculate on the whole Ray Skywalker moment you know I think that was something that was called from like. Years ago by a certain podcast, you know, she's going to take on that name. And, and I, I think I even at one point speculated on that. So I think it's a really awesome thing to have the opportunity to speculate and enjoy speculation. This is Mark Newbold from Fantatrax and Star Wars Insider magazine. So what do I love about Star Wars fandom? Um, I've been in and around the fandom for for quite a few years now, doing various things, different websites and different magazines and podcasts and all sorts of stuff. But really, I think the thing that makes Star Wars fandom so special, even if you compare it to other fandoms from other franchises, 
is just this deep set love of the subject matter. Now that's not to say that Potter fans or Star Trek fans, of, of which I am as well, aren't every bit as much in love with their own films or books or series that they follow. But I think Star Wars engenders something something different, I think, in the people who follow it. You, you become so involved and so intimately connected to the material in the sense that a, a Star Wars film, for example, Rise of Skywalker, you know that you're not going to see Rise of Skywalker just four or five times at the cinema. You know that over the course of your life you're going to see it numerous times. And Star Wars films are the kind of films that you can go back and re-watch and learn more stuff from because you want to learn more stuff from it. So when you see fractures in fandom, uh, hashtag, like we've had over the last few years, and certainly more prevalently in the Disney era, not because there's more people grumbling about Star Wars than there has been before, goodness knows, the Phantom Menace era. There was plenty of it. It's just that we've got social media, which is just a, a magnifying glass now, onto any perceived dissatisfaction that just gets amplified everywhere. It's because these people love it and because they care. Now, people are skewing from different perspectives. People are shining their own personal opinions and angles, if you want to call it that, onto Star Wars. Personally, I think it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I don't think Star Wars necessarily has to shine a light on the world today. I think that's the job of Star Trek, in all honesty, postulating the future of where we're going as a, as a race. Uh, Star Wars is a fairy tale. So, yeah, so Star Wars fandom, I'm proud to be a part of it. Sometimes I'm not when the discourse gets rude and vulgar and, and just beyond conversation because I think the one thing that's been the lifeblood of Star Wars for so many, so many years is the fact that we can talk about these things. We can pick a moment from a film and chew it over and spitball and throw ideas around of why did this happen and why do you think that happened? That's the strength of Star Wars fandom, that we will take the time to sit and talk about it and that may be from a story point of view, from a from, from any point of view. Long may that continue and hopefully the, the bitterness and the nastiness that seems to be prevalent at the moment will back away because in my fandom, personally, that's not what I want any part of. I don't want to be associated with that, but I do want to talk to fellow fans. And even if we don't agree on things, discuss why we don't agree with it. You know, not everybody has to love the same things. There's Star Wars films I enjoy far more than others that's completely different to other people's opinions. That doesn't make me right or them wrong or vice versa. So long answer to a short question. Positivity is key. Positivity in Star Wars fandom is absolutely key. But for me, it's it's about the story and the and the feeling and the excitement that it gives you when you sit down and the lights dim and a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away pops up on the screen and we're off for a two-hour, 20-minute ride. Thanks for having me on the show. Look forward to it. I hope we get to speak again. Hello, this is Yoda Bauer from Port Haven, the Star Wars Refuge, on various places, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all sorts of things. Uh, and, man, talking about Star Wars fandom, it's... It's so much bigger. Like, it makes Star Wars so much bigger. I, I think it's... You know, there's the people who go through life and they watch the Star Wars movies and they'll see them in theaters and maybe they'll buy them on Blu-ray or whatever because they're movie collectors and they just want to have them. And, you know, they might have, like, one Darth Vader shirt or something. And for them, you know, that they're still Star Wars fans. And I don't mean that in, like, a gatekeepy way. But then when fans get together you know you have the people who you know maybe watch the movies once in a while and then you have the people who watch the movies regularly and then you have the people who watch the movies and read the books and play the games and do all of the stuff and then you have people who do all of that and engage in in just talking about it and discussing it 
And it builds this community where it's more than just watching the films. It's more than just the the pop culture understanding of what Star Wars is. I just love, I love all of us getting to talk and hang out and have this greater sense. And maybe that's a really, like, easy answer. Um, but that's really what it is. You know, that's how I can stay interested in Star Wars for all these years. It's not just because there's new movies or whatever, but it's because I know that there's always a group of people that I can go to and talk with and take part in all this with and just enjoy it uh, and build friendships over this this common ground. And that's, that's what Star Wars fandom means to me. Hello, guys out there. It's Matt from Star Wars Sessions, and I'm joined as ever by my main man. Hey, it's Luke Bly, a.k.a. Luke Bly Walker. Luke Spice Walker. So uh, <laughs> what do we love about the fandom? For me, I simply, I love the, the community feel. I think a lot of people are going to say that. But the fact that everybody comes together to talk about this space opera with wizards and laser swords. But people love it so much. They get into it so, so into the nitty gritty. People like us, you, you guys and the listeners. We can just sit and talk for hours about you know, the mechanics of a walker in the background of a Clone Wars episode and have a great time doing it. And it's just everybody... When when, when, it, when everyone's in a, in a good place, it is like having your mates around the pub and having a pint together. So for me, it's that lovely community feeling of everyone just getting on and talking about something as wild as Star Wars. For me, it's got to be how open-minded the Star Wars fandom is. Jokes. Um, no, it's, <laughs> it's the passion. It is the passion, which kind of goes in with that. You know, people care. They love Star Wars and they care about this story. They care about this saga. And that is a phenomenal thing. Um, whatever side you sit on, it's amazing to see so many people passionate about these amazing films that we love and adore. Yeah, well, I can't wait to hear what everybody else says. But until then, keep it bomb bad, guys. And thanks for having us on. Spicy. Hey, this is Pete Fletcher from the Around the Galaxy podcast and streaming Star Wars. I hope you guys are doing great. Thank you so much, Jerry and Scotty, for the opportunity to ramble aimlessly on your podcast as well as my own. Um, you asked me to give you some thoughts and insight as to uh, as to what I think about the Star Wars fandom and why it's so exciting to be here. Let me just sort of lead off by saying this is the best time to be alive as a Star Wars fan. You know, I grew up in the late 70s when Star Wars came out every three years and we didn't have VHS to watch it on. We had to use our imagination and our action figures to keep Star Wars alive. And we live in a time right now where we've been getting movies every couple of years. We have live action Star Wars. We have animated Star Wars. We have comic books. We have novels. We have young adult books. We have Star Wars toys and video games. Games. Guys, there is nothing to be disappointed about in Star Wars right now. What I think the fandom really could do a better job of is sort of uniting around that and recognizing that not all this content is going to be something you want. And that's totally fine. So, you know, I think the fandom is a great place to be. It's phenomenal to make new friends and, and talk about different things with, with brand new people, you know, in the year plus that I've been really active in the Star Wars community, again, in the social space, I've met so many great people, people like you guys and, and a long, long list of people who follow follow me on Twitter and who, who listen to the show that reach out and we actually have a conversation and nobody feels like they're smarter than anybody and and uh, or, or better with their opinion than anybody. And I think that's really critical and what makes it so great. 
as I've just sort of started using as the tagline at the end of Around the Galaxy, spending time with you makes that galaxy far, far away seem just a little bit closer. Guys, I mean it. Stay bombad. I love listening to you guys. I love uh, love checking out your podcast and following you guys as a friend and a fan on social media. Take care. May the force be with you. Another cool thing about fandom and something that's kind of always been going on since even before social media is our like involvement in charity and like giving back to communities and things like that. There, there are a ton, Scotty, of Star Wars fans who created foundations. There's, there's Star Wars actors that created foundations yeah. and charities that you can give to, uh, to, to help out people who really, really need, uh, just like, like help. And, uh, I don't know, like they, they help out a lot of really cool people in need. And, and, um, uh, just even from like Force of Change that started when like you know Disney bought Star Wars before yes. Force Awakens came out, you know I contributed like, that. We're gonna offer, yeah, we're gonna offer you like really crazy, insane prizes if you yeah. give, which is kind of like incentive, but still, but still. like we, it, it's still good. It's yeah. still good. And guys, like Star Wars fandom has done a lot of good for like for good people who need help. And that is that is something to really celebrate and to make and to just really bring to the forefront. Um, real quick, some uh, an example that's very apropos to Rise of Skywalker and all that. Um, there was kind of this like talk about uh, a lot of a lot of people who were uh, who shipped Raylo mm-hmm. were ve- not very happy with Rise of Skywalker, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's, mm-hmm. that's that's perfectly fine. We're human. We have opinions. But, you know, there was kind of an outcry of them being the new fandom menace, and that's, that's not true at all. They actually gave – they have given a lot of money to Adam Driver's uh, Arts in the Armed Forces yeah. Yeah. Um, um, charity. And that's just – and again, that, if you don't know what that is, look, look, we can, like, shout out some charities on this episode too. You know, like, uh, give, to, give to some of these things. Give to Force of Change. Give to um, Five of Arts in the Armed Forces. Yeah. Because, like, they – like – Arts in the Armed Forces is like, I think, like, making uh, fine arts available to people who are in the military. Adam Driver was actually like a Marine, right? Yeah. And so it's that's just a really good foundation. I have a lot of friends who were in the Marines and, and military and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's always good to support uh, people who are doing things that, that a lot of us normal people don't have to do. Yeah. And so... Um, but besides that, you've got, let's see, there's, there's just so much, Scotty. There's a, uh, for one thing that I really thought of, uh, whenever I think charity in the fandom is the 501st Legion. Yes. And, and I mean, the, all the other legions too, but 501st specifically does a lot of good. First, they go visit sick kids in the hospital and they, they just like all these, these kids who can't get out, they can't go watch a Star Wars movie. They're like getting chemo. They're getting whatever. Yeah. And they go and they like it, it brightens their day to just see these characters that they see on the screen. Yeah, come here to see them, Darth. They, even though it's the bad, I love their their tagline. What is it? it's bad guys doing good? Good, yeah. That's yeah. so awesome. I love well, that. Well, That's one so thing cool. I will bring up too in regards to that, I think no matter if you're a Star Wars fan or not, at that age, you can still 
see Darth Vader and you know who it is. Like, I yeah. assume that they've never seen a Star Wars movie and they'll be like, oh, I like your Darth Vader um, statue or whatever I have yeah. in my classroom. And, like, they have never seen it, but they don't even have to know it. But the, the beauty of, of Star Wars is it's so universal is that I could yeah. be wearing a Stormtrooper suit at a Mardi Gras parade and I could get the same exact amount of pictures taken as the same as me going into a hospital and, and doing right. good and, and not doing it for the – for the show of myself, but doing it for the enjoyment of others. And that's the beautiful thing of Star Wars is a lot of give and take and, and especially a lot of give for people that go out of their way to make sure that people do enjoy, you know, um, certain aspects of, of, or I guess certain situations that people might be stuck in and, and really going out of the way to donate to certain charities and, and give their time up for people that might need it, especially, Y'all, especially in regards to, like, the the people they've helped see these movies. You know what I mean? Like, in particular, um, I know they had, for The Force Awakens, they had someone who was very sick and they wanted to see it. And Disney got an early screening for them in, like, November. Same with TLJ and same for The Rise of Skywalker, which is yeah. – same with Endgame, too. If I'm not mistaken, Endgame had – had, you know, yeah. that's, that's not Star Wars, but it's still the power of – that's the power of you as someone on the internet. A single retweet really can make that much of a a difference honestly it really right. can absolutely and i think it's yeah, huge 100%. sharing and 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 passing on this positivity in in the fandom and in, of course and through your charity and through your goodwill can really be a, a powerful thing yeah guys and that's again like you said scotty it's the power of the fandom and we need to really embrace that we need to really just like when you're feeling down about like maybe how you feel fandom is going and dude, Twitter can show the ugly side of it sometimes. Yep. Get get off of Twitter or or look and realize the real good that is happening around you. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of crap. I'm not. We don't want to downplay that too. But remember that there's a lot of really good people doing good stuff. Like support that. Support that and blast that out. Let's force out the hate. Force out the the terrible whatever. And just remember that like. Fandom is a place that, like, gives to charity. If you're truly a fan of Star Wars, the message of Star Wars is to help people who can't help themselves, right? Yep. That's, like, one of the big themes. It's, it's be a good person is, like, what that's what George Lucas wanted for us. He said, I made this so, like, 12-year-olds could decide I want to be a good person instead of yep. a bad person because the bad people just end up sad. Yes. So be a good person, give to charity, just do it. Yep. Hey guys, it's Savannah from the Dorky Diva Show. I have been in the Star Wars fandom now for about 10 years, uh, just shy of 10 years. And I think the best thing about Star Wars fandom that always continues to be true for me is that no matter what's going on with Star Wars as far as a content perspective, the fans will always be there for each other. And I think that's amazing. Um, I've been through some ups and downs in my life. And um, the one consistent thing is that the found family that I've had through the Star Wars fandom and the friends that I've made, they just continue to be there for me no matter what. 
And no matter what our opinions are on Star Wars, you know, if we disagree, that's okay. And I've always had great people in my life because of Star Wars. I think it's also amazing that Star Wars fans unite to accomplish such giant things that are so important. Like recently, after The Rise of Skywalker came out, a group of fans got together and started a fundraiser for Adam Driver's uh, charity organization. And I think right now they're up to like $85,000 in uh, donations, which is amazing. And I think that's something to be really proud of as Star Wars fans. We always contribute to great causes and we are always there for each other. And I think that's just amazing. So I'm really happy to be in this fandom. What I love about the Star Wars fandom is that there's no right way to be a Star Wars fan. There are certainly wrong ways to be a Star Wars fan, but let's not talk about that for the moment. What I love about the Star Wars fandom is that you can find so many ways to become a fan. I grew up watching the original trilogy, and then I fell in love with the prequel trilogy, and then I fell out of love with the prequel trilogy, and through that entire time, I read the expanded universe, I collected every single book, I read as many as I could, I played the live-action role-playing game for a very brief period of time. I played all the video games. I played all the board games. And then the new films came out. Um, And my love deepened. And I started reading the the new canon. And I started uh, playing the old West End role-playing game. I did a lot of different ways to become a Star Wars fan. But that's not true for everybody. There are fans who... Learn to love the series because of the prequels. The Phantom Menace is their favorite Star Wars film. The Clone Wars is their favorite Star Wars film. The EU is their favorite Star Wars stories. The new sequels are their favorite films. Rogue One is their favorite films. And the thing is, like, that's not always true for me. I like Rogue One. I happen to sort of think Rebels is fine. But there are people who love those movies and love those stories and love those TV shows. And that's what's so exciting about the Star Wars fandom is that you can always find new things in it. You can always find new people in it. And they come from all walks of life. There are men and women of all shapes, colors, ethnicities, and uh, genders, and gendered identities, and and, uh, sexualities just who find so much that speaks to them within this franchise. It's... It's so heartening. And what really brings us together is this idea that people are fundamentally good, that redemption is possible, that even in the darkest of times, there is hope and there is a light in the darkness. And that's why I love the Star Wars fandom. Yes, we can fight, and yes, we can disagree, and yes, there is a section of the fan base that shall not be mentioned. But overall, the fans understand that we are here to share a love of something that tells us that we can be better, that we can treat people right, and that even the worst of us can find a way back into the light. So, yeah, that's a long-winded way of me saying that's what I love about Star Wars fandom. 
Um, this is Adam Lance Garcia, and I, I hope you guys enjoyed this, and I will talk to you later. It's <laughs> a weird way to sign off, isn't it? It's a weird way to sign off, yeah. Probably cut that, or cut this, or keep it in. I don't know. It's your show. You do what you want. Either way, may the force be with you. Hi, Shannon here from Postcards from the Galaxy's Edge. Just finished uh, doing a live stream and wanted to share with the Bombad cast what I love about the Star Wars fandom. And what I do love about the Star Wars fandom is the people, especially the people in person. We all kind of do it. We get behind that keyboard courage. But when you put us in a room together, it's magical. And you meet some of the best people. I mean, I actually met Jerry from Bombadcast. Um, I think even Scotty J. Roy was there as well and things like that. And you just get almost like a collaboration family as content creators as well. But what we also get is just pure joy. I will never forget Star Wars Celebration that day, just being around everybody in that room when the trailer dropped and just that pure excitement and everything went away. Love, hate of The Last Jedi solo, all that kind of stuff just went away and we were all united as one fandom excited about Star Wars, sharing it with our family and our friends and ultimately the Star Wars family. And I do think it, it sometimes gets lost sometimes when we're all behind our keyboards and things, but um, it's that what I genuinely do love is the people and meeting the people. So uh, that's what I like about the Star Wars fandom. <laughs> This is Alex and Molly from Star Wars Explained. I think my favorite aspect of the Star Wars fandom is getting to interact with them in person. Places like Star Wars Celebration or Dragon Con or other conventions, anytime we run into a Star Wars fan uh, and we just get to talk about it, it's always fun. Yeah, I agree. Getting to meet people at Star Wars Celebration is always just a delight and everyone is so nice. And honestly... If it weren't for you guys and just the fandom in general supporting us, we wouldn't be able to do what we do and talk about Star Wars and make this our job. And it's just crazy to me. Yeah, just the enthusiasm uh, and excitement that Star Wars fans have. I mean, like, I remember running into people at Dragon Con and they, like, insisted on... Uh, buying us beers <laughs> we, and then we just like sat around and talked about star wars and it was so much fun like uh i i just don't really have enough good things to say about uh the fandom when it's in person i think uh people can tend to look down on the star wars fandom because of what happens online and that's just not a good representation of the star wars fandom and it's Hard to remember that sometimes, but it's true. One thing I really want to really bring up in regards to this fandom and things that unite this fandom is an event that honestly I would say has changed my life uh, through and through. And I know possibly... Possibly change Jerry's life. It's such a weird. Th that might sound really silly, but I, I will say Star Wars Celebration is something that's so profound and incredible that a, a conglomerate of like sixty, like my students. This is I got. I kind of have to get on a soapbox here. My students, like, why do you like it so much? I don't understand. You know, I'm like, well, you, you watch them and you get your own interpretation of it. But like, 
a lot of people haven't had the the, the blessing or the opportunity to go to the celebration have 65,000 people in us in a in a particular area for a 3-day period and and see these things you see on screen come to life and and when you have right. an opportunity like that and I don't mean to sound super churchy right here and I know Jarek you're 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 <laughs> I mean we're both pretty devout people through and through because that's how we were raised essentially and and how we are right. as individuals and our beliefs you know that it doesn't have to deal with your beliefs here but like it's a very church-like experience, and it's a very connected experience that I've never felt anywhere else. Sometimes even in my own churches I that I go to, my own community, I don't feel this connection quite like I do when I went to celebrations. So it's like – that's why I cry in the video for God's sake. I mean you've got 30 <laughs> – you've got 3,000 other people crying. It's incredible. It's, it's right. incredible. We were all crying. Guy, okay, YouTube commenters, if you're listening to this right now, uh, we, we were all crying. Yes. All grown men women, children, uh, there were like Actors so in many the movie. thousands like, of people there. Yes. yes, yes. Guys, like, do, do at least find, like, something other than the same three insults and, <laughs> and like, come at us with that. Yeah. Because it's getting really tiresome. We're, yes, we're about still. to come up with a segment because of you guys. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, also, uh, you come after my boy, Scotty. Yes. You, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Okay. No, no, no. You're good. But, but no, Scott, no, you're absolutely right, dude. You're absolutely right. Like Jerry, it look at look at what ha- look at what it did for us. And this might sound really weird. Dude, we're but doing. Like, we wouldn't be doing this. No, no, you're right. We wouldn't be doing this without that. And it's the the power of it is that like yeah, like people are. I understand what you're talking about, Scotty, because people are like well, I'm kind of like. I'm an easy person to shop for at Christmas yeah. amongst my like in-laws and stuff because yeah. like, I'll just get him Star Wars stuff. Yeah, it's the same with me. Which is like a lot of the times it's like really obscure. Like you know, <laughs> here's here's a here's a Darth Vader uh, spatula. You yeah. know, <laughs> you know. But uh, to go somewhere, and I had always heard about celebration. I'd always dreamed about going. Yep. But this year, it was so cl- – I, I live in Michigan. It was only a couple hours away to go to Chicago. You had to. My wife was like – Allison was like, you've got to go. Yeah. You've got to go because you need to do it. She yeah. knows how much I love this. And to go somewhere where everyone else loves Star Wars just as much or more than you do. Yes. <laughs> is a great experience. And I was going to talk about this earlier when we were talking about like um, – I guess kind of like the problems that we kind of deal with in fandom. Like if you're listening to this right now and you, you love Star Wars, you're a big Star Wars fan, you haven't been able to go to Celebration. It's it's a – I will it's attest. It is, it is not cheap. It no. is a commitment. It is an entire is. year of saving. And for a lot of people, it's a lot of people what the only thing they do, the only place they go. Yes. And last year was my first year and now after going, I – would tell anyone who loves Star Wars just as much as I do, if not more, you, you got to find a way to go. But you, like, you got to go, you got to connect with people because yeah. if all you see is the people who don't, you're not alone. No, you're not alone. No. And, and this plays into kind of what we want to get into in our, like our next little like area. But like, there is such a camaraderie. There's such a feeling of, like you were saying of a community of, of, just a, almost a Star Wars family or just like being there. You're not afraid nope. to wear a Star Wars t-shirt or to nope. dress up. 
in like a Jedi outfit or anything, you know, like there's people like doing that all over the place. Yes. That's normal. That's normal. If you want to milk a thalassirene, you could do that. <laughs> you I can a hundred percent do that. You can see a walking rock with, with porgs on it. Yes. I saw that. Yes. I saw that and it was amazing. It was incredible. And, and guys, it, it, again, this is like, it is, it's very expensive and I know a lot of people can't and I'm not trying to like, you know, shame anyone or make them feel bad that they can't but if you ever can like work it out to make it to one of these yeah you need to do yourself a favor and do it or even watch the live streams that's a huge thing like oh that's my super bowl that before i actually went that was my super bowl man i would watch all of the live streams yes it's just it's such couch con man joseph scrimshaw calls it that like dude do couch con watch it be along with us like follow people on twitter who are there and talk with them it's like, seriously. Well, you bring up a good point too, especially in regards to like not having the opportunity to go. I, of course, I've been to Orlando and this one, and I've everything's already set. Like it's crazy. Like we're we're looking at flights and we have alerts on our flights right now. If there is you know uh, a cheap flight coming out of New Orleans to Anaheim, I'm gonna book it as fast as I can. It, it is not something that is cheap. It's something I've had to save up for. I've had to make a few sacrifices on other trips I want to go on because of this mm-hmm. or sacrifices truly on meals that I want to eat. It's like there's there's so much that goes into it, but the payoff is honestly some of the most – it's like – I don't know. Maybe because Last Celebration was one of the best I've been to and probably one of the best they've had. And, and Eric Kahneman and I were talking about that two nights ago, how – We've watched we watched all of the hype trailers for each celebration and how each one has seemingly got better just just by <laughs> events and I think I think yeah. Lucasfilm and Disney have finally realized this is their truly biggest chance to drop news and it's so cool to experience the news drops with everyone around you and to be able oh, to talk about so it. Everyone's so excited. Oh, it's yeah. awesome! It's awesome! And I mean, I can name like. I can literally name 20 people I met at the celebration that I would have never had the opportunity to meet or talk to in person, you know, not even in person, just in general, if it wasn't for my ability to get there. And if you can't get there, make some friends on Twitter, have a community watch. I know Patrick Covey does, tries to do that almost every celebration. He tries to get enough people to have a Skype event where there's like 15 people watching and just chatting about it. It's a huge thing. Yeah, you know, there, there are ways that you can get connected. Yes. And, and if we, okay, if we, we know Patrick, Patrick's one of our good buddies. So let's dude, if we can like blast that out for him, we'll do that. Like, yeah, we will. You know what? That's going to be our, that's going to be our mission. Uh, this year around celebration is we're yeah. gonna try to like get as many ways as possible out there on our Twitter feed. Yes. So follow at Bombadcast. Yeah. We're gonna try to get as many ways as possible out there. If you cannot make it to Anaheim this year, um, you're gonna be able to by golly follow someone. Yes. Okay? So and I just went really like southern. So by saying by golly, by I, like I said my dad, <laughs> by golly, by golly, y'all, y'all get, y'all get out there and get the dog in. And so anyway, no, we're going to make sure that, that we blast out some ways that you can like go on, like follow the star Wars YouTube page. All yeah. That, like seriously, but there's, I don't know that and other fan events. That's really the biggest fan event, but like there's, if you've got stuff going on somewhere nearby in yeah. your community, maybe in a city nearby, like seriously, Go for that. Connect yeah. with people. Yeah. Like that's that is that is really what this franchise is all about. That's yeah. what fandom is about 
for, for everything is, well, is these events and getting together. Can I bring up one thing too? Because it's something that kind of just dawned on me a, a couple of days ago. Because I got I got our Bombacast business cards in, and I need to get them sent to you. By the way, um, I got some Bombacast business yeah, cards in, and the crazy thing about them is like this celebration coming up will be a totally different celebration for Jerry and I. You know, this is going to be a, a chance to network and meet more new people, to have meetups, to do things like this, to give out shirts, to give out buttons. It's like it's such a cool thing to think about because we were the ones on the receiving end. Now it's a little bit of both because I don't want to have just the we're the bomb bad cast. Here's the bomb bag. I want it to be Scotty and Jerry. You know, I want it to just be us still. Yeah. And not have it be a whole thing. This is a huge meetup for the bomb. It's keep, I just want it to be to where I can meet more people and we can have more discussions and, and gain more fans and even make new friends. It's just a, it's really awesome. And like, I've, right. like I started off, we, him and I would not be doing this if it wasn't for the resistance broadcast, like honest to God. And like, we were Absolutely. lucky enough to get the opportunity to, to, to get to know them in person as well. And like, just look how far it's brought us. It's it, this could be you. And, and that might sound really weird, but like right. Jerry and I, lovely people, lovely yes. people. The resistance broadcast, by the way, except for that John Hoey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure John if you're listening to this he doesn't like Marvel movies what a jerk yeah. um, <laughs> how dare him have an opinion how yeah. dare you sir yeah exactly no but kindly but, see yourself out well like I, I gotta say this too 31 Go episodes it, ago when we started this and several live streams ago and several late night discussions ago I would not <laughs> think we'd be here now to where we've got people that want to listen and want to join in and it's it's that's the I'm power. still like that. Well, yeah, it's the power of your no, voice. I'm like joking. I wake up. Well, no, I do wake up every morning and I look at my Bombad cast background and I'm like, that's just so wicked. That's like so cool. So I don't know. That's that might sound really silly right now, but like this this whole idea of him and of Jerry and I having the opportunity to do this is because of people we met and who influenced us. And I, I think it's really important that. If you right. can't go to celebration, to somehow still stay involved, and if you want to write reviews of panels or if you want to comment on things, do that. Like I, I don't know, but yeah, I've, I think celebration is probably one of the one of the better things I've done with my life. This this is free right here, and the, mainly because you said just then you're like, if you want to write like reactions to panels yes. or like reviews of panels, um, do it. That is the best advice because. I was trying to do some YouTube stuff on my own um, before I went to Celebration. I even have like a, I think I posted on on Twitter the other day my Canon Junkie T-shirt. Yeah, I had like a, I still have a Canon Junkie. Um, yeah. um, YouTube channel. But you still I don't, are like, the Canon Junkie. Like that one. I, I am the Canon Junkie. I am. Yeah, I did that. But but like, um, guys, a a year ago before now, I would have. I would have never thought I would be here right now recording a, a weekly podcast. Like we took a break, but yeah. like we like were really consistent last year. We're going to be more consistent. We're going to do more content this year. Yeah. The, all you've got. I never thought I'd be able to. I never thought I'd be able to. But what you've got to do is just do it. Yes. Like Palpatine. Yeah. Palpatine says, you know, like do it. Yeah. Just do it. Like seriously, if you have something in your head, put it on the internet. Yeah. Okay. There's a way to do it. You're and that is, Pete, has nothing to do with celebration and fan events, but, like, that's free advice. Like yes. Just, just do it, seriously. Yeah. It was the hardest thing was 
the hardest thing I've done for this podcast, it sounds really silly, was write the opening theme. But you know what that did? I sent it to Jerry and I said, if you ever want to talk about Star Wars, like well, this could be our theme. And what did we do that next weekend, Jerry? We sat down and tried to figure something out. And here we are since. And, and yeah. that's all because you got the hardest thing is starting. And, and once you start and that, that snowball is going on the hill and it gets bigger and bigger. And now we're at avalanche level of just what we want to do with the show. <laughs> like, and the sky's the limit. When it was so limited back in June, now here we are in January. And it's literally just like we can ask them to be on the show. We could be on yeah. their show or we could do giveaways or we can do live mm-hmm. streams or we can, you know, address. You the find p- your groove. Yes, it's. It's. I guess this is for anyone that's wanting to start a podcast or start to be a content creator. I Which mean, is a, yeah, it's a good part of the fandom, you know. Like that's part of fandom is yes. creating stuff for each other. Yes, like, taking what we love and making beautiful. Like the the Rail community makes a lot of cool art and like yes. and fanfics and like there's a lot of other people who make really cool art, like different parts of the fandom. Um, and and a lot of people make podcasts and yes. YouTube content and. You can do that too. There's not, don't think that, well, there's thousands of Star Wars podcasts and, and YouTube channels. I don't need to do it now. Uh, I, you know, it's no secret that if you type in Star Wars into YouTube, the official Star Wars channel is not the first one that comes no. up. No. But there's always room for one more. So keep it coming. Hey everyone, it's Matt from Blue Panther Milk Co. And uh, I wanted to share what I think is my favorite thing about the Star Wars fandom, uh, in particular the online part of it. It's the ability to have kind of, let's say, superficial kind of friendships, I guess, you know, people that you communicate with, sometimes just at a very shallow kind of level, nothing too in-depth that can then turn into something a hell of a lot better when you finally get to meet them at one of the big sort of fan events. Um, You learn a lot about people online and sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's, you instantly hit it off and, you know, you, you find someone that you like to chat to and whatnot, but other times, you know, you don't quite sort of cross that bridge and it's not until you actually physically meet up with them uh, at something like Celebration where you go, holy shit, these people are really cool and they get it and they get you. And particularly if you're from like a smaller town or a part of the world where like, you know, fandom isn't as big as it is in say like the US, um, that can be a really powerful thing. Um, it breaks down bridges and walls and all those things. No, hold on. It builds up bridges, breaks down walls. That makes more sense, doesn't it? I don't know. Um, a really good example of that is, you know, the video that you guys did reacting to the episode 9 trailer at Celebration. I was standing right next to you, <laughs> like right next to you, and we didn't even know it. Um, and then just by chance, I got to see it and, you know, when it was being shared around YouTube and like there was something really cool and kind of powerful about that because seeing you, Scotty, react to that trailer, that teaser drop was one of my best memories of the entire event. Like I told people about this guy that I stood next to that was just absolutely losing it and having like the time of his fucking life. Um, Yeah, and then we kind of met, but we didn't, but then we've ended up meeting online. So it's kind of gone the other direction. 
which I think is just awesome. Anyway, that's all. Thanks. Hey guys, Trey Mitchell from Skywalking Through the League here. And uh, what I think is great about the Star Wars fandom is um, no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, you're able to find a community of like-minded people. And I think that's a really powerful thing. Um, I've gotten a chance to go to Star Wars Celebration and it's just one of the coolest things ever. You know, you feel like you're in a church of nerds and um, I think that's pretty awesome. So I think it's really cool that people are able to find a community, whether it be Twitter, Reddit, people's Discord servers, whatever it is. I think it's really cool that Star Wars presents people this opportunity to find others um, that share their interests and share their mindset on things, even if you all don't agree on the same thing. Um, I know the reason I started a podcast way back in 2015 when podcasts weren't what they are now is because I just wanted to talk to someone about Star Wars who also loved it. And it felt like at that point it was hard to find people. But it's funny because now it's like everyone everyone has an opinion in that podcast. But anyways, um, I think Star Wars is great because it brings people together. And even if we all don't agree on it, we can all agree it's Star Wars and that we love it. So, yeah. Hey y'all, it's Alice from Force Toast, a Star Wars happy hour podcast. And, you know, just about what Star Wars means to me and the fandom and the positivity, um, it means the world. I first started getting really back into Star Wars a couple of years ago when I was just stressed and miserable at an old job and it brought me so much joy getting into podcasts and kind of listening to others. Um going into the trivia circuit where I met Laura and that led to Force Toast. Um, it has been quite a ride for us and all of the people we've met along the way, either in person or virtually, everyone we interact with, it brings me so much joy and it's just really great to feel like you have a little family. And, uh, 2019 was kind of a crap year for me as well and the one thing I had that was constantly positive constantly good and just to make my uh, days a little brighter was Star Wars so that's my view on it and I use it to help me get through things and it has done so um, and just been such a light in my life so yeah I guess that's it Thanks, y'all. Hey, Bombadcast. It's Lauren from the Galactic Podcast. Uh, just sending you my message for the positivity in the Star Wars fandom. Um, it is great. And if you've ever been to a celebration, you really feel it. You feel the love. You feel how much people really care about this franchise um, as much as you. And I think that's the crazy thing is when you meet people that are as passionate as you are. There's just something about that, that you just connect on a different type of level and, you know, you get to share, share your love for this franchise. You know, and it's great to hear other people's opinions on the franchise because maybe you didn't think of something that they did and vice versa. Maybe they didn't think of something that you thought of. So you get to experience Star Wars kind of all over again uh, when you talk to different fans and get their different perspectives on, on, this, on the franchise as a whole. Um, but yeah, love fandom, love it. I know there's sometimes it can get a little bit, uh, discourse, but it's fun. We have fun. Uh, it's great. And you guys do a great job as well. Keep up the good work and I'll talk to you guys soon.
gosh, another thing that is so amazing about Star Wars fandom is the community. And I know yeah. we've kind of already kind of brought it up talking about celebration because it, it's it's hard to not talk about community when you talk about celebration because it's just so like intermingled. They're, they're like hand in hand, fingers laced, not hands cupped. They're, they're going steady. Yeah. They are, um, you know, th- these are all old people words for dating. Um, <laughs> but no, just... That, I think, is why a lot of us are drawn to find other people. Yes. It's the sense of, I need to find other people to talk about this with. This George Lucas said he wanted to create modern mythology, and mythology creates... <laughs> this is going to sound a little more cultish than I mean it to, but it creates followers. It creates people who um, want to talk about it, who want mm-hmm. to take the lessons from it and really dissect it. And, yes. And it also creates friendships. It also creates... Um, it, it creates what Star Wars is all about. The characters in Star Wars uh, are are found family. Usually, it's it's yeah. all Star Wars has always been about found family since the beginning, and that's what the fandom's about too. It's about like finding who you're. It's finding your people. Yeah, it's finding the people who feel the same as you. It's finding the people who are uh, as passionate about something as you are. Mm-hmm. It, it's of course it's about a silly like silly space wizards and. And laser swords and and spaceships and all that pew pew blam blam you know all that, but m- more than that, it's the way it makes you feel. Yes. And the way it makes you feel when you're around other people who enjoy it too. Definitely. And, and just the good that can come from that. And that's just I don't know, Scotty. What do you think? What What do you love about the Star Wars fandom as a community? Well, one thing I will say is it's 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 uh, it's a lot of it's. Um, it pretty much whenever I whenever I really reflect on it, like the community for me started off with me and my dad watching it on a VHS player, and then it became me and my friends talking about it because I didn't know they watched it, you know. And then it slowly right. has built years and years. And, it, and in high school, admittedly, it was like making fun of the way Luke said R two. It's just little things like that. Like it 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 all started out really small personally, and it grew into this extremely big thing that now I'm like making content <laughs> that deals with it. It's like you can. Right. It Star Wars is one of those things that you can almost figure out the first time you watched it. Cause you can say, well, I watched it when I was really little. That counts. That is the first time you watched it. You know, I had a friend of mine who, who was my, uh, my, um, my mentor teacher. She just started watching them. I think it was like the week before the rise of Skywalker came out and she was texting me about it. And that's part of it. You know, like that, that is really a part of it. It's like this community thing. If someone knows you love star Wars, like Jerry said earlier, that's his Christmas gifts. It's all Star Wars. And they're not doing it in spite. They're doing <laughs> We're it real because, easy to sharp for. Yeah. They do yeah. it because they know you love it, right? Well, yeah, they, they do it because you know you love it. And it could be as simple as a Star Wars air freshener, or it could be as beautiful as like this this um a, a die cast lightsaber copy. It's like that's that's the that's the thing in regards to community. It's it's can be your cousin who's nine years old who just watched it the first time, or it can be your dad or your grandpa who who really showed it to you and and then you can branch away from family and you can, you find out that other people like this stuff and it's a very personal thing Star Wars like Star Wars is very much a personal thing cuz you can put yourself into some of these characters shoes and see what you can get out of it as a person and like Jerry said found family is a huge a huge um 
FEMA Star Wars, but also is love and loss and 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 mm. suffering and and learning from oh, your wow. suffering and yeah. and so is uh, I don't know, just problem learning like, from failure, even yeah, with a new Last Jedi, yeah, or like learning from failure is a huge thing, or like you know where where you stand politically, even with Star Wars, like like. Maybe you think war is a bad thing and, and money makes war and war makes money. It's like it's it's I don't know. It's it's one of these things. It, it, no, like, you're right. It, it, it com- community Star Wars community and well, Star Wars itself makes the community. Yes. Challenge its own beliefs. It yes. makes You like really think about it. It's a good it's a good thing to watch to really reevaluate. Where do I stand in society? Yes. Too, you know. It really makes you think, like, am I on the right side? Yes. Am I doing what I need to do? Like, because there's good people on the Empire. Like, yeah. uh, am I doing the right thing? Whatever. Yeah. We've had a lot of good stories like that recently, but but we're getting into, like, the story and stuff. But, like, it does. It affects the community. I 100% well, like, agree, Scotty. One thing I will say, too, is Jerry was – I was young enough to not understand anything about it. But Jerry, when The Phantom Menace came out, I think he was at the age where he knew no one that didn't – like, he everyone he knew liked it, Right. And then as you got right. older, it's you see this, you discover that people don't like it. And then it's really funny. At the 20th anniversary panel, as a community, we all sang the saga begins. Like I'll never forget that yes. as long as I live. And like I I will if I watch I've it, never had chills during no, that song, but I, I did. I was that tearing day. up. And oh I, my god. If I watch the video right so now cool. on my phone, I would tear up. It's like it's just it was such a profound moment. And like that idea community never felt stronger. And and let's and I will say this, the Rise of Skywalker panel was amazing. I know we're kind of going back to celebration for a second. Mandalorian panel was amazing. Clone War panel was amazing. Every panel I attended was amazing. But the most profound one was the Phantom Menace one because you know how much how much uh flack um Ahmad Best got for being even being a character. And to think like when he walked back yeah. out on that stage, I oh, didn't man. see a single person sitting. Everyone was roaring and cheering when he walked out. It's like, dude, that's what community is. And I think he has found his way back and he's even having his own show. And he might even be in Kenobi, by the way. It's like Ahmed Ahmed Best deserves the world. Like what people did to him. And and look, we've all made the Jar Jar jokes. Like I like I'll admit whenever like I found out people didn't like it, I would make some jokes because, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, I can make some. But Star Wars is something to be joked about. Yes. But to find out that the poor man was just trying to do something creative and and, and really trying to to have fun with it. And the backlash like really made him uh, consider suicide. Yeah, contemplate suicide. Like ending his life. Can you imagine the world right now if we did not have Ahmed Best in it? Yeah. The the man is a light and just, like you were saying, again, celebration goes hand in hand, guys. Um, He deserved all that attention. He deserved all that love. And... I'm, uh, there was a day at celebration with me and shout out to Scott Gibson. How you doing, buddy? Uh, we were hanging out all day and, uh, we were on the show floor and they were like, welcome to the star Wars show floor, uh, star show stage, uh, Ahmed best. And, oh, I mean, there was a sea of people coming from the booths, like the, the vendor booths to like crowding around the stage, like to listen, just like march, like automatically hearing that because and like clapping me and Scott did it too we were like ever there was just such an air of like 
it, it's just so positive. The, yes. The Star Wars community, when you get down to it, is we have our issues. Yes. But there is so much potential for so much good. Yes. And we've got to preserve that. That's what we've got to preserve. We can't let the we can't let the the naysayers get us down, because ultimately, th- this is a community, mm-hmm. and community thrives on positivity, and it thrives on us working together. So we need to work together for our goals, guys. And and I think I kind of went on a tangent there, Scotty. No, so, it's okay. Um, continue. No, Continue, sir. It, uh, uh, by the way, um, Ahmed, if you are listening, sir, I'm, I'm not sure if you are, but we would love, <laughs> love to have you on. So, Maybe we'll uh, make it work. Come on, and uh, congratulations on Jedi Temple Challenge. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, no, in regards to uh, the community thing, I think I think all has been said, and, and the beautiful thing about this episode is you've been hearing voices from people in our community and people that... We haven't had the opportunity to have on our show, or we haven't had the opportunity to be on their show. Yet. But they were not hesitant to scratch our back and give us something that they thought was important. It's true. I mean, literally, let's be honest. Right. It's it's we well, we asked something of them and they delivered. And that's that's within itself proves that's the, power the power of community. Yes. 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 These these are people. We we're, we're all people like wanting to. We just want to talk about Star Wars. We want to talk about Star Wars with cool people. We want to have fun, and we want to help each other out. And again, those people, the people who you have heard that have not been on the show, keep listening. Yes, because they are not going to be strangers to the Bombad cast. Not a one of them. So not one all, of them. all you guys, I don't know if you all are listening to this, but uh, uh, that is our intention. And there you go. Yeah, and and one thing I will say before we kind of go to our uh, our our audience mail in responses, which is really kind of exciting to say. Um, but yeah, before we go into that, just know that that community is a beautiful thing when done right. And if you need someone to speak to about Star Wars and you're uncomfortable with Star Wars, make 2020 your year to reach out to us and the people that are also a part of this episode and the people that you might find really challenging to discuss things with, you know, like reach, reach out to, um, anyone really in this fandom to be a bigger part of it. What's up guys. This is Nettie from women of the wills. And I was invited on to talk about positivity for a quick hot sec. Um, what are some of my favorite things about the Star Wars fandom? Well, I gotta say the fans are my favorite part of the fandom, honestly. I love all the content creators, whether it be fan fiction, fan art, and anything and everything else in between. I just, I love it all. I consume it all. It's amazing. And the fans are absolutely spectacular. Like, I have made so many awesome connections thanks to the fandom that I would never have made otherwise. And I am eternally grateful to Star Wars fandom for that. Being a content creator myself, somebody who creates a lot of fan art and dabbles a little bit in uh, fan fiction, and as a podcaster, I I definitely am a content contributor, Um, it's 
an awesome way to get involved in the fandom. I encourage anyone who, you know, might not think that they're a content creator because they don't podcast, they don't create fan art. Well, you are because you're, you're contributing by being, you know, in like this, in the space and spaces online, like say Twitter, um, for instance, I know not everybody's on there, but I myself am. And some of the, I, I love it so much because first of all, Okay, memes classify as creating content. You create memes, you're a content creator. <laughs> and you don't have to be a content creator to enjoy uh, the Star Wars fandom. Sit back, relax, enjoy, you know? <laughs> like, we're we're all creating this content. You know, we, we create it for ourselves. As a content creator, I, I don't do it so that other people can, you know, comment, like, share. You know, that's fun. That's nice. But I do it because it, it brings me joy, you know? I love to do it. And I'm sure many other people feel the same way. And the interactions that we get with people who enjoy our work are honestly probably the best part of making that work. It's a great way to make connections. And again, the fandom is just, Star Wars fandom is awesome, guys, as a whole. You guys rock. And keep it up, man. Let's keep pushing on. And let's just keep doing what we love. Hi, this is Sean Fallon from the Blue Bantha Milk Co. YouTube channel. My favourite thing about Star Wars fandom is how welcoming it can be. There's tons of people who started watching it in 1977, there's people who joined it in the prequels, Solo, Rogue One, with the comics, with the books, with the audiobooks, with the radio plays, with the sequels. Baby Yoda has been a huge gateway for people who wanted to check out what it was, watched The Mandalorian, got hooked, wanted to know more, started watching Star Wars. The franchise is constantly welcoming to new people. There are bad eggs, but there's bad eggs in all fandoms. With Star Wars, though, there's always a sense that if you want to come join the party, there's always going to be space for you. And I hope that continues, and I hope we see more diversity in front of the camera, behind the camera, on the creative side. I'd like it to be a space that's welcoming to everyone, and gradually those bad eggs I mentioned will just get left behind, and we'll just move past them, and we'll, uh, we'll all go forward together. So yeah, that's, that's what I love about Star Wars fandom. Hey, this is David. And this is Timothy. And we are as father and son. Uh, we appreciate the Bombad cast guys for asking for our thoughts on positivity and what unites the Star Wars fandom. For us, fandom is all about celebrating what you love. And we really love Star Wars. We really, really do. And we love the Star Wars fandom as well. Since joining this community around March of 2019, we've made so many great friends like Jerry and Scotty online. And hearing them talk about their love of all things Star Wars is such an inspiration to us and to this fandom. Star Wars is about connection and people coming together not because they have to, but because they want to. Being part of this fandom and getting to share our love of it feels like part of that. It's getting together with other people who have been impacted by this same thing that has meant so much to us, and it's such a meaningful thing to talk about with other people who just get it. For me, what unites us as fans is seeing other mutuals online who would otherwise be total strangers share something that clicks and we have the same emotional investment in an image or a moment or a line of dialogue that connects us because of our mutual love of this one thing. And it doesn't matter if that person is in Australia or North America, our love for Star Wars binds us together. Positivity isn't something you plan, it's a reaction, it's a mindset. There's nothing wrong with going into things with a critical eye, but sometimes you just need to love something and love it deep because it makes you happy. 
We all need something that can just make us happy, and I think that's what Star Wars is for. Exactly. And the overall theme of Star Wars is hope. And the end of the saga has captured this hope. It doesn't matter where you came from. Nowhere, legendary blood, or ancient evil. It matters who you choose to be. So from the bottoms of our Star Wars loving hearts to yours, thank you Star Wars fans. And may may the the Force force be be with with you. Hello everyone, we are Girls with Sabres. I am Luthien. And this is Imaris. And we're going to say what we love about the Star Wars fandom. What I love about the Star Wars fandom is that it is so full of the it is the widest age range in a fandom that I have ever seen where you got kids as young as three and you have adults. I've seen Star Wars fans in their nineties <laughs> come out of the woodwork. I mean, it transcends age. It transcends gender. It is, it's a phenomenal fandom to be in. And even though right now it's, it's a bit tumultuous, like, I mean, it has been for the past 20 years, but I mean, you could say that about the original trilogy, but that's what I love about it is it's this mixed bag of, of love. And there's so many people willing to just kind of get past the toxic nature of it all and just talk about what they love, whether it's, whether it's two human beings coming together to take on a a dark Lord of the Sith, or it's, I love that ship over there. (laughs) Like, I really love that ship. I mean, it's so broad that everyone can, has something to love about it. It's that's, that's the whole communal idea of myth and storytelling. It brings the whole community together again. And we have very little, media and stories that do that right now it seems like it's either children's tv and movies or adult tvs and movies and very little times where both uh all the whole family can enjoy something and watch it together and have discussions together so it's multi-generational but it's also allows for multiple levels of creativity and I love seeing the artists and musicians and storytellers take up Star Wars and then write their own stories and are inspired to do so because of Star Wars Um, that is one of my favorite aspects of this fandom is seeing the art that it produces and the stories that it produces and that's how you know something has hit the heart of a culture is when it inspires other art and that art continues forever. So I hope we are all like uh, Rose that we decide to say what we love instead of destroying what we hate. Hello boyos, Brad here from the friends of the forest podcast. What I love about the star Wars fandom is the amount of creativity I see on a daily basis, whether it's fan art, in-depth metas, fan fiction, or just some of the incredible podcasters out there, you're always able to learn something new from the friends that you're able to make through this fandom. And I think friendship is, is definitely one of the best parts of this fandom as well. For me, I've met so many incredible people who have different perspectives and experiences, and those have reshaped the way that I reinterpret 
the franchise and look at the story that I'm being told. And I think it's important to not get too complacent in the way that you look at Star Wars, but to challenge your beliefs and unlearn what you have learned, as, as Yoda might say, and to keep an open mind. I've been so fortunate to have some amazing guests on my show that teach me something new each episode. And even my favorite podcasts, such as What the Force, Sky Talkers, Blast Points, Binge Mode, those are all something that I look forward to each and every week because I know I'm in for a new learning experience. And yes, there can be certain parts of negativity in the fandom, as is the case with anything in life, but it's a matter of of finding your own family in that fandom and found family is such an important part of, of Star Wars. And if you can find those people that make you feel accepted, who respect you, who advocate for you, and who listen rather than dictate, I, I think that's when you get an incredibly healthy fandom. And and those same people love Star Wars just as much as you do. And, and a healthy fandom is a happy fandom. And I think we can all strive to make a more inclusive fandom that is for everybody and it starts with the creativity it starts with friendship so thank you guys for doing this and may the force be with you always you know speaking of community one thing that me and scotty really Again, we've been talking about this whole time where you can tell we're really passionate about fandom, about Star Wars fandom and about like connecting with people. And um, that, that's one thing that when we started the Bombad cast, we really wanted to have a safe haven for people uh, who of different opinions who wanted to come in and like talk Star Wars with each other. You know, we wanted to like form a community and, and we still want to do that. And, and so if you ever like, just come and I don't know like if you are like I don't know like I don't want to like put my opinion out there because I you know I'm afraid someone's gonna tell me I'm wrong that that's never gonna happen like with me and Scotty that's never gonna happen mm-hmm. on uh, it, it if you go and join our fa- like we have a Facebook group called uh, the Bombad fam a Bombad cast official group and if you go and join that uh, you will we, we want to create a community like that that you, we can come we can talk and that, that most Star Wars fans who aren't jerks feel welcome and stuff and can come in and can talk about things, can we can discuss ideas, and we can yeah. leave still, uh, you know, friendly to each other. You know, yeah. like you don't have to be best friends, but or agree. But that that is really something that is is very important to me and Scotty, and so we just again we we wanted to make sure that that is known that. No matter who you are, no matter who you ship, no matter who, uh, no matter what movie's your favorite or what movie you think is the worst, even even the movie you don't like the most in a Star Wars movie is still a Star Wars movie. Yep. And like Attack of the Clones is my least favorite, but I have met people who it's their favorite on, yeah. on Twitter. And I don't like, I don't make cracks about anyone. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, going around, like, poo-pooing on people because mm-hmm. even even the Star Wars movie that you may, not, you may like the least has cool stuff in it. Yes. And 
that's a beautiful thing, man. Hey, pizza's still pizza, right? Even even if it's like not the, even if it's like a crappy frozen pizza from Aldi, which I had last night. Yeah, I felt like I was eating. I, you couldn't have told me I wasn't eating Giordano's. Okay, nope. yes. I mean that's a little like hot, <laughs> but like, but seriously, you know, like that's you know that that's the thing. And so food is food. Um, <laughs> so it's all yeah, Star dude. Wars. Star Wars is Star Wars. So let's you know let's create a fun fan community. Uh, just in the the fandom as a whole but also welcome to the bombad fam uh each and every one of you listening here you are a part of it uh come join us come talk with us yeah definitely and and this kind of plays into something we've always done on our show and we always thought it was important to have fans of our show or people even people that don't even listen to the show that want to comment on our, on our twitter feeds they just they, fans yeah just fans in general and and they want to bring up certain things they like about the fandom and certain things they might really love about our fandom and what and how important our fandom is you know to to us and honestly as I as I'm reading it like People are flooding in things. We've gotten a ton of likes so far on this post. Yeah, like we just got another comment. Yeah, this is blowing up. So So, uh, unfortunately, some of y'all might not make it the cut for this, but but, um, you might be – like we might – you might keep going on this. Maybe post. we'll share them if they're if they're good thoughts. Maybe we'll share them throughout the week because we really yes. want to get the positivity flowing for this episode. Yes. That was we really wanted to start the year off in a very positive, like our positive foot forward. Yes. So definitely, but um. With that being said, we have now developed a new section, and this has always been something we've done. We're going to refer to this as the Jakku Jargon. Gosh, I, I love that song, Scotty. Scotty yeah. has been working really hard over the break on some like new music, set like segment music and things like that. This is all Scotty makes all of this music, guys. Okay, Scotty works tirelessly in like a little sweatshop. I think he, <laughs> I think in a cellar he dug <laughs> below his thing. I don't know if if you can do cellars in Louisiana or not. No, but like uh, you know, that's uh, okay. Uh, but but Scotty is like he did it anyway. He created yes. a cellar in Louisiana because he's a madman and he yes, has to go down I there. Did. Right, uh, Star Wars uh, ish music. Yes, uh, for the Bombay cast. I, I don't know, but Scotty, good job, man. So like, give Scotty some love for. His, Thank you. For his well, wonderful. One tell thing. Us, tell us what you guys think about the new uh, music and stuff. We're gonna have some more as the episodes. Yes, year, so. and and one thing I will mention is hopefully there will be a video coming out in the near future that shows how I make it, and my creative ideas behind it. So yeah, um, thanks, Jerry. Uh, you will you will all hear, of course. Different versions of themes that you like, a little bit of a funk to it, a little bit of a uh, a different feel to it. So it's really exciting. Well, it's gonna have that bombad cast oh, funk for sure. Oh, man. totally. You, it. you you don't you doubt that the bombad but bombad cast funk is left. Bombad cast. Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll say it right eventually. Just like that. No, but in all seriousness, <laughs> let's get to the Jakku jargon from this most recent Twitter thread. All right, Jerry, read the tweet real quick so we know what we're talking about. All right, so uh, we put out a tweet earlier today, which I'm – thank you guys so much for showing up. This is on – again, uh, we're, we're on Friday right now, but we put out a tweet really quick on Sunday before we recorded, um, which is really, really uh, late. Yes, <laughs> you know, very late. Put, I think okay. I put it out like a couple hours before yeah. we actually recorded, <laughs> but you guys really delivered. And I know we've kind of been like – 
lacking in fan participation since we've been doing the Bombad buildup. We yeah. really want to do something different there, but we're we're back to Bombad cast form. This is Bombad cast classic yet 2.0. Yes. So here we go. The Bombad cast. We we tweeted out earlier today. We're recording our first episode of 2020 tonight, and we need your help. Comment here what you love about the Star Wars fandom as a whole. Be positive and kind, and we will include you in the show. Share with your friends and stay bombad. Okay, so we have from Benjamin L. Akers. It sounds like I almost said Benjamin Lakers, but it's <laughs> Benjamin L. Akers. Yes. Benjamin is a uh, he's a fan of the resistance the resistance broadcast. He is a uh, avid listener of the Bombadcast. Thank you so much yes. for, for listening, Bob. Seriously, Ben. Thank we, you. Seriously, dude. We thank you for appreciating or for appreciating for participating. <laughs> thank you for appreciating our podcast, but also participating <laughs> in it as well. Like we, really, I, dude. I love like talking with you online. So yes. But uh, Benjamin says, I love being able to not only meet but learn from others with different backgrounds from different countries. Uh, and have different uh, who have different values. They've made me a better all around fan. Hashtag Stay Bombad. Hashtag Star Wars. Love that you kept. I, I'm. I didn't even really. I haven't read these yet, and so I'm loving. I'm seeing yep. a pattern here. People are using the hashtag Stay Bombad. Thank you, guys. That's that that's is awesome. So cool. That is awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what, dude. That's what, when we say Stay Bombad. Stay positive, man. Yeah. Stay positive. Stay stay kind. Silly. Like, have fun with Star all Wars. Stay Bombad. Yeah. That's what we mean. But. Oh, that, again, that's what we've been saying this whole episode, though, Scott. Right? What do you What do you think about Benjamin's little comment here? It's the idea of like having different backgrounds and different countries and different cultures and different values is such a huge thing. That's what really makes this a united fandom. That's the beauty of the World Wide Web, too. Uh, there's a lot of dark stuff that might happen. There's a lot of things that you might not be happy about in fandom, but still, you find that niche group that likes the things you like and and has different opinions, and you can have the opportunity to open your mind, and not only open your mind, but open your heart. So, yeah. Great. Absolutely. Beautiful. No, well, and, you know, I... I tweeted something out a while ago. I think I, I listened to a uh, shout out to our friend, um, um, Nettie, yes. who, uh, is part of the, uh, women of the wills podcast. And, and, uh, you know, I don't know, you guys are, you're not, you're going to hear from her for sure. And, Definitely. And her podcast friends as well, because we, we want to have them on for sure. But, uh, I listened to their episode about women in the fandom and I put out a tweet and this is not like. Oh, I'm giving myself a pat on the back because I don't uh, honestly. I'm like I, I don't feel like I <laughs> deserve pats on the back and stuff sometimes. But uh, it's something I've learned from being around other people of mm-hmm. different like ideas mm-hmm. and and from different backgrounds and things like that. And 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 it's something that I've learned, and so I wanted to share it because. That's what you do when you learn something that you feel yes. is valuable. You really need to blast it out. Yes, you really do. And and one thing I said again, this is not like yay, good for you, Jerry. This is like you guys. This is something that everyone needs to know. Um, you cannot understand someone else's uh, perspective until you listen to them. Yep. And, and that's something I tweeted whenever I like listen. Like, not that I've been very like critical of people who didn't like TLJ or TLJ uh, Rise of Skywalker, but I had like some issues mm-hmm. with Rise of Skywalker as well. You know, even though I love it now. Um, but I listen to a bunch of people who a bunch of podcasts who maybe have different podcast or different um, opinions than me, and mm-hmm. that is Benjamin. You're 100 percent right, dude. 
it's such a, a great community to learn from other people and to really kind of look and say, you know, I've never really had that experience. And, and um, it's really cool that I have been able to hear or discuss with someone like what their, uh, you know, read of a situation is or what their, yes. what their background is. It's, it's, 100%. it's you can't, it's something that you can't get just in everyday normal life. If you're, if you're not really kind of looking out into the world, world, you know, like yeah. you can really stay in your own bubble and really think like, Oh, you know, this is just the way things are is mm-hmm. the way I see it. And so, um, yeah, no good dude. Great, great comment, Benjamin. Thank you Definitely. so much for sending that in. Definitely. And our next one comes from Seth Parnell at Seth. Seth Parnell. So he says, <laughs> sorry, what's up? I love Seth. Sorry. Sorry. So I'm just saying I love Seth. I, he's, he's my buddy from college and stuff. So there you go. shout out to you, Seth. So there you go. Well, Seth said this, the passion and un- unity that it produces in people who come to immerse themselves in the universe. We may not always agree on everything, but that's okay. With all the craziest in the world that divides people, we can come together to enjoy Star Wars. Hashtag stay in Bombad and hashtag Star Wars. That's the central that theme of this whole episode. Right. Completely summed up. I love it. Thanks, y'all, man. Y'all, don't, don't sleep on Seth Parnell. Seth Parnell is one of the greatest human beings I've ever met in my entire life. Yep. So there you go. 100%. Uh, anyway, thank you so much, Seth, for sending stuff in, buddy. I appreciate that. All right. So next we have Jared Kozal at JK, uh, or Jay Kozal, excuse me. Uh, and he says... I love how, at its core, the love we all feel for Star Wars is the love we feel for someone we know in our hearts we can always go home to. We celebrate it. We think about it. Poke lighthearted fun at it. Then we all, or then we'll come home to find it, or come home to it and hold it close to our hearts for years to come. Wow. Holy cow. Again, we haven't read any of these yet, guys. No, we haven't. Um, Jared, how dare you, sir, for... uh, making trying to make me cry um you you know me and scotty are already like we 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 do not hold back on the emotions no we we do not like are real we're real people yes we we feel it and when we feel it we feel it big definitely so it's and again again hey youtube commenters out there it's not just scotty okay i know i'm not completely in the video but man i like the last time i watched rise of skywalker scotty Uh i was like sitting in my seat like like I was not trying to hold back the tears. I was I was holding back the tears yeah. a little bit, but like I was like sh- I was like physically shaking Dude. in my seat, like going going like <laughs> <laughs> the part that always gets me is when Chewie Chewie reacts like that. Oh, I dude. think for the rest yeah, of my life sure. that'll get me. Like that's one of those moments. But yeah, no. With that being said, like that's the kind of things you you hold in your hearts, and that's the kind of thing right. you 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 you. You look back at it like that experience of seeing this movie for the first time. So looking down at Eric whenever he says the path and the dark side's a pathway to like that that moment will forever be something that I will relate to Star Wars. And it's so weird to think Absolutely. Like I, the first feeling I felt when Ray almost destroyed the transport. I was so was like, there's no way. There's no way. Right. You know, like <laughs> No, no. You know, it's right. it was one of those moments. But with that being said, yeah, well, it's just it's, like I love that. Like, that's a great analogy, though. It's it's the love we feel for Star Wars. Is it's it, it is that's such a great thing, Jared, to tie it to. Yes, it, it's it reminds us of the the 
person who is that someone that we love or the people that we love. It can it, it can be more than just one person. Like it could be your family, it could be your friends, the found family. You know, it could be your significant other. Yes. Um, you know, your husband, your wife, your your boyfriend, your girlfriend, mm-hmm. whoever. And ah, that's just so powerful, dude. That man, that's great. I, I'm probably gonna retweet a lot of these things because yes. you guys are fantastic. Yes. So thank you so much. Well. The next one's from Martin Mead at Star Wars Fan The One. It says, I love coming Ooh. together, the camaraderie, and I and remembering the good times and reminding us why we love this spectacular space drama. And essentially, that's all it is. It is a giant Amen, space sir. soap opera. And we happen to be the biggest yeah. fans of a soap opera ever. Like, seriously. <laughs> it, it literally is. It's it's literally like the genre <laughs> that I've heard. Again, when, you know, whenever you're like a little kid and stuff, you never hear the term space opera. But now no. that like, you know, I'm older and stuff, I hear space opera all the time. And there's, I mean, go watch General Hospital for even 10 minutes. And you're going to see like, oh, someone had a twin sister they never knew about. <laughs> and like, they were separated at birth because their father was evil. But yes. he was once... He was once the nicest person ever, and and it just scenery chewing villains and all. It's it's so so yes. Opera. And again, dude, Martin, yeah, a hundred percent. Like, it, again, it's what we've been talking about this whole time, Scotty. It brings us together, and that's awesome. Totally. And um, uh, our next one, um, th- I, this is a this, this is an amazing comment. Jerry, read it for for us real quick. This is all awesome. Right. Let's see. So. Uh, excuse me, uh, pardon me, you're going to have to pardon me on, on the pronunciation of your name here, I apologize, but Sartaj uh, Sini, uh, and Sartaj uh, Governed Sin, uh, he, let's see, they said that, I love the subgroups of Star Wars fandom, whether it's the pages about Raylo, Obi-Wan Kenobi, or Shakespeare in Star Wars, they're creative and express their love of the franchise in a unique way. That is so Damn good. right, I, man. I, 100%, man. All of us, the Raylos, the the Finpos, the, the and and other people who may not, if even if you don't ship anybody or anything like that, um, just all of us as Star Wars fans, yeah, coming to a positive place. Yeah. If you're coming from a place of positivity and like you just want to love this and you want to like make sure that you're like loving people too, um, there's just so much cool creativity that can be powered by that kind of stuff. Yeah, by, and- by positivity, by creativity. You can you can have Babu Frick in your handle, and that's that's you're part of a community. Oh you know what I mean? Like it's yes, that's like something I've been seeing. Like uh, I see a lot of loves Babu Frick, Babu Frick. This <laughs> it's just like that might be. I something, would die for Babu Frick. Yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's that something you're involved a, in. A sign that you're in the fandom. Yeah, but like yeah, no, yeah, dude. Thank you so much for sending that in, Sartage. Yeah, and then another one we got is a uh, Darth Von Olin. Okay, at Darth Von Olin. Okay, way to get your handle, John Howie. Um, people in the fandom are insanely generous with their time. If you're working on a project, they can help provide insights, assets, artwork, commentary, whatever they will do. They will do it happily. It is a very giving group and I appreciate all of them. I've had the pleasure to work with. Think about that. What we had this whole episode's nothing but that at this point, you know, yeah. it's amazing. Oh, it's dude. this community that, that we asked, we asked people in this community to reach out and, and see if they can give us any outlook on what they feel at the fandom and positivity. And they did, they delivered. And you, you're hearing that, you know, or you've heard that at this point. So that's yeah, you are hearing like real, like, well, not real time. You're, you're hearing it right here. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, it's, it's that thing. Exactly. And, um, but who's our next one, Jerry? We have 
uh, one of my probably favorite Twitter names I've seen, especially with the theme of this episode, it is Darth Kindness. Yes. At Darth underscore kindness. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a follow later on, Mr. Darth Kindness, if I don't <laughs> already. But I love how Star Wars Twitter comes together when people need help. It's amazing. Short and to the point, but my gosh, is that is that comment packed full of meaning. And, and there's how many times, Scotty, have you seen um, – Star Wars Twitter come together as a whole to like uh, I've seen them come together to like help like retweet something for people to like, like people who are looking for jobs yes. and people who like people who like got fired and they're like I need you know I need help like looking for work and yeah. I've seen them come together to really like maybe raise money for people and like well, well just so much cool stuff man that's that's such a cool thing about the Star Wars community can I bring up one thing that I thought was a great moment for everyone which is actually absolutely you're kind of you're kind of benefiting from someone else's mistakes or failures but when the, when it was announced that they cut Jedi Collider Council that was a lot of people and I know Jerry can attest to this that was a lot of people's introduction to Star Wars podcasting yeah and, and a YouTube uh, community mine it was mine yeah like, I, I had kind of fallen off recently, but I'd gotten back on because they they'd kind of changed hosts and stuff. Yeah, was, yeah. But but go ahead, Scotty, with well, your point. I'm well, sorry, I was, was just reeling. <laughs> whenever whenever they did cut it, and it was made public that they cut it, and and a couple of people that were a part of it did unfortunately lose their jobs and their positions with the company. Um, with that being said, when it was announced that that happened, all, nothing. Everyone would retweet what had been posted and comment. Great communities to listen to. If you if you like Collider Council, you should listen to Force Center, whoever, Bomb Cash. Jerry did a post too about it as well. So that's that kind of plays into it. You know, everyone comes together when anyone needs help. And like I, I'm just so it's so awesome to be a part of the community. And if you if you're too afraid to join, just take a chance. Trust me, it's worth it. So um, it's so our, worth it. Our next one is um, Daniel Coolball, uh, author of Legends of Uma and at, at Legends of You, which I'm very interested. I don't know what that is, but I will look into it after this. Um, he said, <laughs> I love how well the characters take care of each other and how far they will go for each other in a dangerous galaxy. Now, that's sticking to the story, but y'all, that really deals with the fandom too. Like, honest to God, it, that deals that, with the fandom. That's why that we, that, yeah, we, we, if we don't learn from Star Wars, the mythology, then it, it does nothing. That, yes. Why are we Star Wars fans, right? Yes. Totally. It's, that's the beauty of Star Wars is the, the storytelling actually being able to teach us something, not just enjoy us. Uh, not just please us, you know, not so we can just enjoy. That <laughs> right. Was, I'm falling through my words. Jeez. Oh, man, we're getting like, I guess we're going to start. We, we need, probably need to just start talking about Palpatine, how he like has sex now, right? Yes. No, no, no. That'll be coming no. up in a future episode. Da- da- yeah, Daniel Coolbottom. Uh, seriously, that. Uh, Great good, insight. Good thought, sir. And yeah. I, I know like that's not necessarily about the fandom, but just about the story in general. Again, it, we we are not how we are as a fandom. Uh, the good parts of fandom. If we didn't take away the lessons from the movies, from yes. the from the books, from the comics, from the shows, whatever, and um, <clears throat> like we said earlier, the a big theme in Star Wars is found family, and that's what that's what fandom, especially online fandom, is is found family for a lot of people. And so, no, definitely, it's fantastic, sir, fantastic, uh, David. Holy crap, man, that's a long, <laughs> that's a long Twitter name. <laughs> the Twitter, that's like, that's like such a contrast between the actual like name you've got on there currently and your like uh, Twitter handle. <laughs> so, uh, uh, good on you, sir. Uh, thank you, thank you so much <laughs> for sending one in. 
but David says, uh, I love that this movie gave me personally closure, aside from the obvious Star Wars goodness, LOL. Uh, having lost my father back in 2016, the Rise of Skywalker movie, which I've seen seven times now. Man, you're really making me want to see it again, David. Yeah. Uh, kind of put me in a, gee, saying goodbye to an old friend so much easier uh, was so much easier than last time. Yeah. Wow. That. Thank you so much, David, for sending something so heartfelt in. Totally. Um, that, and again, that's what these movies do. That's the power of the fandom. That's These movies mean something to people. That's why we get so, uh, like, upset or love them so much yes There's so much passion but thank you again for sending that in buddy um our next one uh, is go ahead uh parth at parth and it's my favorite one it simply just says mine too chewbacca <laughs> <laughs> you know what <laughs> chewbacca is the best part of the star wars fan well, for sure like, I, 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 love thing, I love that i love that I've never have not have heard anyone cover yet. I think my favorite Chewbacca noise is the newest one, which is the yes! one where he gets caught. Scotty, by, he gets uh, he gets caught by the uh, the first order troopers, and he just goes. Or, or, I don't even remember the noise. It's like Scotty, mm-hmm. we are the same person because yes. I can't believe no one has been talking no about this. No one's brought it up yet. Chewbacca made a new noise. Yes, a new noise. And it was, it was hilarious. I really noticed that. I'm like. Wait a minute, that's not, that That doesn't, I mean, I'm sure they've made new ones in the new trilogy. They have, they have. Sure they don't just recycle things, but that was the first time where I was like, that is a noise we've never, never heard Chewbacca Never make heard. I'm so here for it. He's like, it was like yeah. A, like he was sad. <laughs> like, it was very uh, Wizard of Oz. Oh. Wizard of Oz sounding. Okay, whenever, whenever that movie finally comes out, Scott, uh, on, uh, legal uh oh, digital yes. copies and, yes. and blu-rays and stuff it, we we need to like we gotta oh, pull we're, cu- that, we're clipping clip that. that noise <laughs> and like anytime one of us makes like a like a <laughs> like a, a flub or something yeah, we need yeah, to play yeah. like the <laughs> it was amazing but yeah no that, thank you for so bringing good. that up uh well, and, but, but but like besides just like the actual character chewbacca the actual actor who plays chewbacca oh, well both movie. actors Peter Mayhew, back in the day, I mean, man, he's going to be missed so much. Such a light in the fandom. Yes. And, like, he, like, what a great guy. Talking to anyone who would come up to him. Just so nice. I never had, I, I, I'm, I feel bad that I never had the chance uh, to actually meet him before he passed. Yes. But just such a, he just seemed like such a cool guy. Yes. And, and so awesome. But besides that, Jonas Swatmo. And I know I did not say it right. Not that he did. He is—he's such a cool uh, dude, and just yes. so nice. And he has taken up that mantle that Peter left him. And I'm—I don't think I'm the only one saying it. I think he has done it justice. Oh, if 100%. not like made it his own. Like he—he he embodies uh, the the what it means to be Chewbacca, just yes. like Peter did. And and just man, so cool that like it's not someone just like. <laughs> like you know, smoking cigarettes. Like, it, like if you've ever you've seen Jingle All the Way, right? It's got yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. like the the dude in the Buster costume, yeah. like smoking. Like, like <laughs> all right, you you be hole, let's yeah. get going. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like that. It's like actually a guy who loves Star Wars. Ex- who's a real fan. Yes. and like it is just geek to be in Star Wars. Also, hashtag make Solo two happen. Yes, had to get. I was it in just somehow. thinking about it. And Jonas is a big supporter of that movement. So and so is Bob Badcast. And maybe yeah, we'll make it yeah, work. We are for sure too. 
Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, we Book actually John got a write-in from um, Mr. Draft Pawn. Uh, Prawn. So that was oh, like a live, a live write-in like as we're recording. So um, <laughs> Mr. Draft Prawn, which is a, a great person in the community, um, and his wife as well. Mr. Draft Prawn and Mrs. Draft Prawn. Yes, yes. Go, go check them both out. They're great fun on our live uh, watch-along. Yes, always. And um, – he mentioned everything I love most about Star Wars fandom is perfectly encapsulated celebration. Chicago was the first time that Mr. Pawn and I had been to, and it was an absolute joy. All of us sharing the same space and the same love of the uh, of the faraway galaxy. It is truly restorative. Ooh, that's a good word for it. Restorative. That is, wow. Ooh, that is very nice. Very good, sir. And y'all have heard us rant about that, but thank you so much for writing in, uh, Mr. Pawn, because that... Like we've said early in the show, that is like one of the reasons we're doing this right now, honestly. So, absolutely, that's a beautiful yeah. comment. That is a beautiful comment. Um, Jerry, get the read us the one from Joe. All right, Joe at Jedi Oncer. Uh, uh, nice handle, sir. Uh, okay, <laughs> so he says the thing he loves most about the fandom is the Raylos. They're incredibly smart, and their analysis makes me love Star Wars so much more. And I have to agree with you, Joe. I have to agree with you because, seriously, okay, I have to admit, I'm admitting to all you guys, and I hope I hope some of our, our Raylo friends are listening. I, yes. Seriously. And, and I'm, I, you know what? I would consider myself um, like Shannon Morin of Postcards from the Galaxy's Edge, who you heard earlier mm-hmm. on in the episode. Um, I would consider myself... Raylo light, maybe even more Raylo now. Yes, <laughs> um, that it's done. But uh, seriously, so many like I mean, go check out epi- uh, podcasts. Like they weren't able to contribute this time because they've been like they're they're kind of like really a lot of people are busy at this time. Yes, of year, guys. But like, go check out like uh, Friends of the Force. You, you guys mm-hmm. know Brad is one of our good friends, but go check. Brad has really good analysis of stuff. Brad's yes. such a great guy. Go check out uh, what the Force. Uh, they do really in-depth analysis of mm-hmm. stuff, and it's just like, again, the the female, um, they have an episode on the female gaze that I'm about to listen to that I've heard a lot of good stuff about yeah. in Star Wars, and um, that's, I think, that I think is a really important perspective needed in the fandom these days. Um, but there's a lot of, gosh, there's so many um, Raylo podcasts. Let's see, uh, I think... Um, Oh man, just just go. I, I posted a, a maybe I'll, I'll shout some of them out on Twitter or something. But like, um, there there are so many people out there in the fandom, uh, so many groups that do good things. But uh, I agree, if we're just gonna like give some love to the Raylos, I'd go ahead and say that like yes, they they a hundred percent. Before TLJ, even after TLJ. I wasn't really much of a Raylo, Scotty. Mm-hmm. I wasn't much of like into Ben Demption either. It is getting online and talking with people in the community of Star Wars that has softened me and made me look at other people's perspectives and see new things. Definitely. And now I look back at, at Force Awakens and I see things and I'm like, wow, okay, I'm, uh, how did I see that before? Exactly. We can teach each other. We, can, we have things to learn from each other and that, that is what this is all about. That's beautiful, man. And 
Joe, thank you so much for writing in, man. But totally. like, yeah, go go give some Raylo some love on Twitter today. You know, like go 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 like shout out a Raylo that you love of, of content creator and stuff, and like just shout out you shout out people, man, guys. That's that's the best thing you can do. And so. um, uh, who else do we have there, Scotty? Well, as of right now, this is our last one in the thread. So unfortunately, if you did not have the opportunity to hear yourself on here, we'll make sure that any other times we put out threads, make sure you try to get us as soon as possible. And um, we've had we were lucky enough. I mean, Alex Damon and Molly both retweeted it, so they. I'm sure their followers are seeing it now too. And Thank you guys commenting. so much for that yeah, too. Always. You guys are so sweet. The follow always. Alex and Molly if you don't already. If you don't follow Alex, then like, why are you even listening? Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, um, Geek Mom at Brenna Boo nine two seven said, "I love this fandom because of living spirit and charity that is done. The five first are known." Uh, known over for going to children's hospitals, we have pulled together recently and raised money to Adam Driver's charity for vets. Local groups have done food drives and raised money for cancer. I also love that there are multiple generations to this fandom, and that get, that giving spirit is passed on. This fandom gives with the its whole heart and everything we do, and that's I think that's honestly the best way to end this this whole entire idea is the Absolutely. very last thing that's stated in this. The very last thing being that. This is generational. I mean, look at if you keep up with Jerry, you know that Jerry's daughter recently just did the Ben Solo challenge, and it was hilarious. But that she wanted to do it multiple times too. But she thinks that the the, the goal of it is to th- get mad and throw the lightsaber <laughs> now because she everyone thought it was funny. So yes, thank you. <laughs> and it was very funny. But with that being it was said, hilarious. the generational thing is huge. I, I wouldn't be here if my father and my grandfather didn't show me, and if it wasn't discussed in my family. Right. And a lot of people. Haven't had that opportunity yet, but when they do, they could find people like us. They can find community they want to right. talk to and people like you. Um, well, if it wasn't for my cousin, I, I just got to give a real quick shout out to my, my cousin Joey, uh, who's out there. I don't know if you're listening to this or whatever. I'll give you a shout out on Facebook because I don't, I don't even know if you're on Facebook. But <laughs> um, uh, he is who got me like deep into Star Wars. And yeah. I, I, I'm just I, I'm thankful for it every day. I got to watch Solo a Star Wars story with him because I went down to Arkansas to visit and that was just such a cool experience. And you're absolutely right, Scotty. It's, this is passed on. It's generational. Mm-hmm. And you're, well, you're right. Geek mom. Um, seriously. That's probably the most beautiful is, way to, it's so cool. to it's summarize, to, to summarize everything we've done. It, it was because someone showed this to you or you went out yourself and you've heard things about it and you wanted to watch it. And that was that's the beauty of this whole thing. If it, if if I hadn't found some way to listen to Resistance broadcast back in October of two thousand and seventeen, I know I wouldn't be doing this. And it's just that first Absolutely. step. These are your first steps. And like Obi Wan <laughs> said in the Rise of Skywalker, these are your final steps. So uh, mm. it's mm. it's beautiful because Star Warsy goodness. It is. It's beautiful, but. Uh, yeah, th- thank you everyone so much for writing in and, yes, and being a so part much. of the first Jakku jargon of 2020. It's yeah. super awesome. You know what? If I can cap off our Jakku, our first Jakku jargon of all time, yes. but also the first Jakku jargon of 2020, and if I can cap off this discussion about positivity and fandom and, and fandom, our fandom, our friends. Cap it off. Do um, it. I, Do it. Taking what you said, Scotty, uh-huh. and... Inspired by Geek Mom. Again, thank you all so much for sending in your Seriously. responses. Seriously. You've overwhelmed us yes. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> um, 
in the best way. This is, and again, what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But you said, Scotty, you're like, we're here because someone shared it with us. So here is a call out to all of you who are listening right now. Go out and share it with someone else. Wow. And I think that is That's the most powerful, man. best That's way. It's such an easy, it's such a good statement. This discussion. Go out and share it. Yeah. Share content creators that you like. Share people who, who but, but mostly share this moment crazy space saga that we love and, and bring people into this fandom, the positive part yes. of the fandom. It's here. It's not leaving. Mm-mm. Even in the darkest times when it seems like it's gone, we're still here. That's beautiful. We're still good people. And, um, oh, I got another thing, man. Uh, regardless of how you feel of Rise, about Rise of Skywalker, that part at the end where Lando shows up with the, the entire fleet, oh. like that, not even a fleet, it's almost the entire galaxy comes there. And, yeah. and you hear the first order or the final order officers going, uh, no, excuse me, it's General Pride. He goes, uh, where do these ships come from? They have no Navy. Uh-huh. It's not a Navy, sir. It's just people. There you go. That wow. is the power Star Wars fandom has. It is. It is. They, make, they win by making us feel alone. So if you, don't take any, if you can take anything positive away from Rise of Skywalker and this episode, take away that. And that... Was my soapbox, Scotty? That was beautiful. So, no, I, gosh, guys, it, we made it. Oh, I don't think we can end this episode any better. Um, yeah, so hope you enjoyed our our, our episode coming back into 2020. Jerry just <laughs> poetically shut it down in a, an amazing way. Yeah, so this this is what you can expect from us in the future. You, and you only, yeah, you only get one an episode. Oh, you you probably only get one a year. So and probably, that's probably me for the rest of the year. <laughs> I should have said this earlier too. I should have said this earlier, but this is our first episode back where it's just you and me. And I just, it just dawned on me oh, just dude. now. Like, I kind of dig it, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's classic, man. Yeah. I, mean, I love having people on. I love, like, hanging out. But, like, I don't know. And you guys are going to see. We're, we got kind of a format plan yes. uh, for our episode drops and stuff. But, like, I, I really dug. And I, I thought this... This was this was important for us to like have this be like just me and you. For this, very therapeutic. This episode, Scotty. Hopefully very for, nice. Hopefully for the uh, listeners. Hashtag... You, yeah. Well, hashtag, hashtag bombad therapy. There you go, bombad therapy. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna. That's gonna be a t-shirt one. So I got there a couple go. t-shirt <laughs> ideas written down. I got bombad therapy. I got uh, Star Wars and Star Wars. Send us which, your. <laughs> send us send us some t-shirt ideas that you guys might like. Yes. Stuff. Again, we're 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 really like stepping up our merch game this year. So it's amazing. Yeah. No. Um, Jerry, thank you. Always a pleasure doing this, and hopefully y'all got some. You're welcome. I'm going to well. go to bed now. I know I did, <laughs> but uh, I guess to plug in what we've got coming up, um, we've got uh, all kinds of new things coming out in social media. Like I said earlier, we got phone backgrounds. We've got all kinds of new swag that'll be dropping the day this episode drops. So hopefully, when you're done, if you want to get yourself a new Bombad Cash shirt, there will be a design up. There'll be definitely new things to look forward to. Short form content. There'll be all types of um, of I guess entertainment coming to you throughout this year, but we're trying to really start off strong. We're going to have a live stream in February again. We're going to have another giveaway in February. We're going to make sure that this year is the year of the Bombad and that everyone has a chance to be a part of it. So yeah, um, Jerry, with, without anything else, um, we can of course plug, I mean, I'm Scotty Jarrow. You can find me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> join the Bombad fam on, on, uh, 
uh, our Facebook group. You can, I mean, of course, it's on Facebook, so you'll run into your old um, your old wrestling coach and and his ex wife. So um, you'll end up having the chance to talk to her and them, and they, they might be on Facebook, but you can always be a part of the group. All the exclusive stuff drops there first, and a lot of what we're going to end up doing is going to be our own work. Jerry's got things in mind about his own independent content, and I'll have my own independent content that'll all conglomerate here. So we'll be more Twitter live streams, some more um, Facebook live streams that'll all show up on YouTube, as well as the um, Apple podcast and uh, Google podcast and now Spotify and Podbean. And this is just, it's Dude, awesome. It's you amazing. Can't, you cannot escape the Bombad no, cast. You cannot escape it ever. any longer. Bombad Fridays, they're <laughs> here to stay. Yes. <laughs> and you just, just, um, it's, it's not a bad thing. Please just listen to us. It's yes, okay. totally. <laughs> totally. Jerry, where can the one of them will find you? Well, you can find me, uh, on the wonderful, uh, bird app called Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, the cannon junkie at the cannon junkie. And, uh, you can also follow us at, uh, did you already say you follow us at the bomb or at bomb cast? I think I said it early in the episode. I don't know. But anyway, you can follow us on Twitter at BombadCast. Uh, well, I'm saying yes. it now. There we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have, again, we mentioned at the be- be- earlier in the episode, we're talking about forming fandom and community. Um, go join the BombadCast uh, or the Bombad Fam, a BombadCast official group on Facebook. We're over there. We're hanging out with. Uh, Bring it with all the cool people. I, you know, I usually I make a joke about how there's only like old people and boomers on uh, yes. Facebook, but I'm not going to do it this time because we're being positive, darn it. <laughs> we're being positive. There's a lot of good hip people on Facebook. There is. And also people who are very out of touch with society, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> but no, come over there, hang out with us, and, and, and just, I don't get, let's get some discussions going, guys. Uh, but Besides all that, again, be watching that T Public Bombad Cast store. Uh, be watching our social media channels, and um, if there's nothing else, Jerry, Scotty, can I do it? I've never asked Ooh. to do it before. Oh, Start yeah. Usually, I just like kind of throw it on you. Oh wow, I, I'm I'm intrigued by this. Ooh, ooh. All okay. right. Okay. You Lean know what? Into it because you know it's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. Go on. All right. All right. So, and besides all that. You guys, uh, Scotty, why don't you tell the people what they need to do? You should definitely stay Oh, bomb.